everybody. It's the Boy Heidi Podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. Hey, Bill. I was talking with a coworker the other day, yeah. and uh, we were all just shooting the shit like you do when you work in an office around the water cooler about garbage. So, and in this situation, which office cast member are you? All of them, Bill. I am Optimus Prime. I would like to think I'd be a pretty good Phyllis. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was about to say I'm Phyllis. <laughs> really? Oh, fuck you. Really, I'm Kelly Kapoor. Let's be honest here. So, um, <laughs> you're Kelly. I'm the gibbery idiot. If, I'm the gibbery idiot. Kelly Kapoor. I can't imagine what the rest of the office is like. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, we were talking about theme songs, and uh, it came up. We were doing an interview for a potential new hire, and one of the questions my coworkers threw at her was, um, "Hey, what's your personal theme song?" And this uh. person was so flummoxed by this line of questioning that she couldn't answer it. And so then we were I all. Don't- what music? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we were all talking about what our personal theme songs were. My personal theme song is um, uh, "The Peanut Vendor" as performed by Stan Kenton, which is a loud. I think that's completely right. Re- oh, oh, I see. So it is reflective of your personality. Oh, very you're, much you're, so. Yeah. You're just not picking a random. It's a song. very particular version of it in specific because Stop it is peanuts. loud Stop and peanuts. no, 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 no. Wait, which one? It's called the Peanut, the Peanut Vendor. Vendor. It has no lyrics. Oh, I'm thinking about Salt Peanuts. No, like no, 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 no. It is a loud and boisterous horns number that gets more and more manic until it kind of explodes. And that's me. It's my <laughs> life. Anyway, so... Mine is the Booska theme song, which I must have put it on the podcast before. The it's Booska the theme, theme song? song to an old Japanese kaiju... Well, it was a kid's kaiju thing where it was like a monster. And like, it was, it was kind of... It was Barney the Dinosaur for right. Japanese kids in like 1962. Huh. Okay. And it was kind of this weird dinosaur thing. And it had this... Booska That's your theme song somehow? When I walk, I feel like that song. <laughs> kind of like just kind of stumbling down the steps, you know, wobbling around. Yeah, it's a perfect well, fat guy theme song. Okay, fair way. enough. When uh, I like both of our theme songs are just like rational. Weird words. manic <laughs> Well, what's so funny is that one of my coworkers, out of the blue, this very mild-mannered, yeah. intelligent, sweet man, goes, Oh, mine's Kiss Me, Son of God by They Might Be Giants. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Which song is that? It's one of my favorite They Might Be Giant songs, but it has lyrics like, what is it? Because like, you know, this is a nerd podcast when we're talking about. Am I? What's your favorite They Might Be Giant? I think the lyrics are, "I built a little empire out of some crazy garbage called the blood of the exploited working class." Uh, now they're over. What? Now they've overcome their shyness. Now they're song? calling me your highness, and the world sings, "Kiss me, son of God." Wow. No, it's from like one of their third albums or something like that. Oh, okay. It's like late '80s, early '90s giants. Jesus so yeah, no, it was just really unexpected. I was like, of person. all the things. Oh, well, of course, it was just so funny to hear this. Co- I'm like surprised that he even knew. So weird. The hire did not have his. You think I was just blues? You'd think of something, just like. Fucking toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> well, when you also consider it's in the context of trying to get a job. Which that'd be funny if you choose toxic. It's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna destroy your company. You should hire me to destroy Obama's uh nation of Obama's nation. <laughs> uh no, so and uh, it was just really unexpected. Oh, really unexpected. It's a good time. Anyway, hey Bill, how was your week? Um, not as busy as your week, what with hanging out with the gone home crew. Yeah, I uh I, I uh spent a lot of time harassing those kids to congratulate them on the success of the excellent game Gone Home. Yeah, uh, apologies guys. Well, we're going to be talking afraid. about Gone Home today, but we're not going to be talking about it until the end segment of the podcast. Yeah, we'll so. save our spoilers for the back end. Yeah, we'll have because a little mini spoilers. There's not that much to talk it's, about. Yeah, we'll be brief. it's only like a 90 minute game. It's not the longest I, game in the world. Oh, you motherfucker. You played it wrong then. But I'll say this. 
this. Uh, if you are the sort of person in your values in video games is the same as mine and Bill's, which is to say maybe you're a little bit of a feminist, maybe you like stories, maybe you like exploration, maybe you like narrative, you should play uh, Who Home. were the winners of, our, of, of the Annie Maloney Boy Howdy game? <laughs> uh, who won on... Was it a Grumpy Turtle? Gr- oh, yeah, Grumpy Turtle. No, no, no. Grumpy Turtle by Night? Grumpy Turtle won on this podcast. Oh, I also right, did a... had two copies on the Lady Lath. Yeah. yeah. What was really funny is that on this podcast, my ostensibly gaming podcast, we only had four entries, which, and this is like our pod, we get like twice or three times as many listeners as Ladylike. Ladylike, my lesbian romance novel podcast, we got uh, 35 entries. Holy shit. Yeah. But who got, did anybody interested to get that? Yeah, Mirabai. Interesting. Mirabai won it, and uh, actually uh, my friend Shannon Waters won. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. She's cool. She's great. And she had a good time Do playing. Do you get free game. Adventure Time comics? <laughs> it's not the trade bill. It's not how that works. Um, what was funny is that I was actually kind of upset because not upset, but a lot of everybody. I was furious. Everybody who entered the uh, Boy Hattie giveaway was an actual listener. Yeah. But I'd say maybe half the people who entered on for Ladylike were just randos who found out we were giving away a copy. Did you tweet about it? We did. Oh, see, that's and... the difference, because with the Boy Howdy one, I thought we should make it so only people listen to the well, podcast. Well, Boy Howdy, no, I tweeted about it, too. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, no, uh, but no, what's that's funny... weird that I got picked up, but but if we have more listeners on Boy Howdy... Yeah, Howdy, I don't then... know how it worked, dude. How does that work? If, if, if both broadcast the same... It was funny. But anyway, my point is, is that I was really... Twitter? Maybe. What was funny is that I was like... There was a moment where I was like, fuck it, I'm not even going to put the randos in the drawing. There was one guy no, who transparently... Sh- he trans- He sent an email, and he transparently said... I'm broke. I want a copy of Gone Home. He didn't even pretend to be a listener. And I was like, fuck those guys. But it just so happened oh, that Mirabai wow. and Shannon What's that guy's won, name? So. Give us the name. Uh, Give us the beats. Douchewad uh, Novel Wow, nuts. that's pretty great. Douchewad Novel nuts. Broke. Anyway. I felt bad because I was harassing. What, who, who, wait, what's her name? Zusty? Carla. I was harassing Carla. I wasn't trying to get a free copy of the game, but I just kept a bitch about her. Why did that not, not out now? <laughs> and she's like, Bill, release dates on whenever. And I'm like, but I want to play it now. <laughs> it was funny because it actually came out and I waited two days to actually play it. Because like, I was so busy with other oh, yeah, stuff, I couldn't Bill's, find Bill's like, Bill's I, well, I really wanted to set aside a couple hours. You know, like, I it wanted to make an dedicated. Event. It's a game that merits <laughs> sitting down and playing in a chunk. Yeah. But I will say this, even though I am friends with those kids and I like them all as people, I respect them all as developers, but this game is genuinely one of my favorite games. I liked it too, and I actually don't know these people, and I liked it. And I'm not just saying yeah. that just so Andy doesn't punch me. It really is something special and something different. And even if you are one of our, I'm surprised you want to talk about it because I can well, see this having issues. Like, oh, it was an incredibly like... personal game to me. Yeah. But I'll say this: even if you, we have many listeners who do not play video games, and I am telling you, if Boy, you, howdy. yeah, oh yeah, we have lots really? of listeners who don't play video games. They're Ooh, all the ones who well, I know. I feel so bad. I know. Bless them all. What are but... they listening for? Are <laughs> Our, our lovely lips smacking our lovely teeth. Bill, they just listen, tune in long enough to listen to you open a Coke, and then they stop. <laughs> no, but all of you who listen and do not play video games. Oh, you guys are real Please, Jesus Christ. please give Gone Home a shot. It's on sale, I think, it's for $17.99 for the next couple of days. Bucks. That's the one. I can see the part. The pr- I'm spitting all over the place. Uh, I could see the twenty dollar price tag driving people away a little bit because like most indie games these days are kind of like about fifteen bucks. I think it's worth every penny. No, I think it's worth two, but it's a very it's a very personal thing as you uh, right. like judging. Oh, absolutely! And it's one of those things you really don't know until you've beaten the game. Whether absolutely, or not, you know. yeah. But I I'm just saying, Annie Maloney. I paid seventeen dollars to go see the the Hobbit. See, that's in my point. IMAX three D, <laughs> forty eight frames per second. 
That that was as much as I paid for the goddamn Gone Home. Gone Home is worth and as much to me as a hardback novel, which is that's what. Well, that's kind of almost where it is, like a little bit. Yeah, that's like, what it is. It's a little book, just so. Yeah. Information. Anyway, anyway, anyway. GoneHomeGame.com. Let sure it rock your face. If you are into gaming, I'm sure you're already sick of hearing because everyone's been talking about it. It I was, was actually really critically surprised. acclaimed. I, I'm I was so excited about it a lot just because. I know, like, well, I know the people make it online. I'm not friends right. with them in real life, right. which is funny because they all live, like, two feet away from yeah. me. But I thought just by virtue of knowing you and knowing, like, you know, just, yeah. I, I, you haven't met them, Bill, because I've claimed them as my friend. I, I set yeah, marks so them. Cool. I mine. love Carla. Carla's the Carla's best. Carla's one of the What was Carla's job on the game? Uh, well, she was. She did a lot of uh, 2D assets. She was kind of uh, did a lot of. Um, she did like voice direction. I mean, it's such a small team. Everybody did That's everything. Like four people, yeah. Yeah, it's like a programmer, uh, Yanaman. Uh, there's the head guy who's Steve, and he did the bulk of the writing. Carla did a lot of um, ass- in-game assets and textures and um, like voice direction and oh, editing and like working with Steve as co-creator sort of thing. And um, then uh, uh, Kate Craig, the excellent Kate Craig, did uh, the 3D modeling for the game. So, it's good. It's a. I'm just saying. It's 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 the sort of game that I wish we had more of. So what did you I'm do this weekend? Nothing on home, guys. Oh, went out to drinks with them, breakfast with well, them. There was like a release party. They had a, yeah, they had a shindig. My party was just like at their, like. Well, all these guys live together in the same house. Too, yeah, right? I mean these kids. They're they're hard. They're they're the real deal. They all quit. That left the the AAA gaming industry to move to Portland into one from, house. Like, LA and they moved up here. Well, let's see. Um, two came in. If and we have shit any more together, we should actually have have them on the podcast. <laughs> what drives me nuts? I saw that they were on the indoor kids podcast. I know. They were talking about the that. <laughs> For those of you who have God not listened to us, it's the first episode we were originally going to call our podcast no, the Indoor Kids. We recorded the first we, podcast because yeah, we're idiots. The Indoor Kids. We're idiots, and we didn't, and we didn't Google. Google. Indoor Kids we, Podcast. We hit the stop button on the recording, Dummies. and we're like, okay, let's Google it to see. Uh, uh, we have just finishing. We are the Indoor Kids. We'll yep. see you next episode. Yep. Google Indoor Kids. Shit. Because oh. <laughs> we're idiots. I think we're so bad. That. We did. Um, it's still uh, our first episode. God damn. <laughs> we should go back in there. But no, it's really funny. Bill, it's because we're literally the worst interviewers <laughs> in the world. This podcast comes to a shuddering stop if we don't have if we have any guests in here except about? for Mike Russell. Who Mike Russell is the only one who keeps up with our garbage. Who's uh wait, who's the people in San Francisco keeping tabs of uh Monkey Island guy spending all that money? That the was Claire production? Yeah! That was a terrible Wait, episode. They're such good no, guys. No, if you look them up on Wikipedia, most of the citations about the information about that oh, company yeah. comes from our boy podcast. Howdy, yeah. That was super informative. I've, some people, like, it's like a scholarly work now. <laughs> Transcripts. We are the worst. Po- Transcripts of that podcast the have been worst. translated into 12 different languages. The worst garbage <laughs> podcast. It's it was mostly like, us going like, hey, you, yeah. that's how, how hey. did you on camera? I'm just saying, the Gone Home folks, the sweet, sweet Fulbright crew, they recently got, like, written up in the New York Times. They yeah, I got first bullshit podcast. Yeah. Um, what are they doing next? Have they said? They, I don't know if they've announced yet. I got kind of a little inkling of some a little thing they may do between now and then, which would be awesome. There's not going to be any more Gone Home. Did you see my month? No, you don't follow me anymore. I unfollow you on Twitter because every time I tentatively go, I don't know, maybe I can follow Bill again. Literally, the next thing you post is so obscene that I have to unfollow you. There was something I posted the other day. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome, Bill! This is worth like all the other bullshit I have to put." I can't remember. (laughs) 
once in a while I'll throw people a bone, but you know. I, I I do sometimes check your Twitter at work, and I don't want to be fired because <laughs> I clicked. I'm honestly, that's really what it, it is. It's been a long time since I posted. No, actually, maybe last week. No, Bill. Be, yes, because I literally that was what I that was like what for was the two the seconds thing? I followed you again. What was it? I can't remember now. It didn't even involved a shit. <laughs> or, I don't post species. Uh-huh. Actually, maybe have in the past. Maybe it was the dog barking with water squirting out of its ass. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I can't that. remember what it the was. Dog At least it was on a beach, so no one had to clean it up. God. <laughs> it was like water, too. Garbage. You're a garbage human, your person that happened. Nice. Anyway, another news. I'm really excited because here I have holding in my hands my PAX Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so guys, we're going to make a joke. We're going to sit there. We're going to pretend to play poker using our PAX passes. It's going to be a really good radio joke. This is a Super hilarious good. radio joke because we cannot afford the... Well, you could buy... Like, there was the one thing where you could buy the whole, like, weekend pass. It was cheaper to buy the whole weekend, but it was sold out. Yes. That was the first thing that sold out. So, we uh, each of us... We both have uh, sets of individual four-day passes, yeah. so yeah. So they once just it, literally just arrived in the mail this afternoon. Once again, we're talking, we're chatting up on our Steam group page about a possibility of a meetup. The only person who's chimed in is Grumpy Turtle on uh, Steam, and uh, Conley uh, mentioned on uh, talked a little bit on. Uh, Twitter. Oh, but, that's uh, cool. Like, out on the back of the passes, it actually tells you, like, where stuff is at. There's no map or nice. anything like that, but, like, well, how come our names aren't on here? Oh, my God. We could confederate these. Bioware has a base? Yeah. It's big enough to be an exhibit. You know what? What the heck are they coming out with? I guess uh, Dragon supposedly Age. Supposedly they rented a bounty castle, but... <gasps> Man, a bounty Dragon Age castle would actually be amazing, and I would totally no, do it. No, it's Miranda's ass. Instead, though. He just bounces. Or, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's two parts. <laughs> it's it's Miranda's ass and Isabella's titties. That's all it is. Isabella. Isabella is the pirate lady from Dragon Age 2. Oh, she has some nice tits. She has a... Everyone in Dragon Age 2 has amazing tits. I forgot about this. It's I actually incredibly awkward. Um, Why got armor not, shit on, so it's there's hard to tell. pretty. They're respectable. Is there they're, nudity in, in Dragon Age? Or is it I like just, a Mass Effect where it's like everyone's just wearing skin type bullshit? I just had a love scene in uh, Dragon Age, but it was fully. Oh, clothed. that's right. You're playing that again. That's yeah, I'm playing it right now. I just hit, reached at two. You got to play that so. shit before you have to put that shit away in the closet. With the new console. That's right, until I shoot my Xbox 360 out of a cannon. Uh, no, well, I actually... Many, well, I guess you have, a, you have a HDMI splitter, so you could at least have multiple things. On I do. But yeah, uh, most TVs only have... There's Like, in this modern age, there's so many HDMI shit to hook up to your I'm TV. I'm actually going to have to get an HDMI splitter for my HDMI splitter. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Especially... No, the reason why is that my television died in such a way, literally oh, right. two weeks about... after its warranty expired, uh, that only one of my Which HDMI inputs It's like the big 40 in. or yeah. 40 it's like a oh, it's the Mama Joma. Yeah, it's yeah. not like little baby TV. I gave away my little baby TV because oh. I didn't need a secondary TV. <laughs> Too late. So yeah. yeah. Oh, well. well, I could build. I can't go from a forty-two inch to a twenty-seven inch again. I just can't. Oh, go fuck yourself. I know. Black people problems, I know. But anyway, I'm really glad that of all the ways my TV could die, it was the one that could be fixed by a $10 part. Well, yeah, so it's, it's still working, just not the way it's yeah. supposed to. Like I said, as long as one HDMI in for it works, watch it's fine. TV, though. You can't like, watch broadcasts. No, I can. Oh, it's can. only the HDMI in. That's so that are, weird. It's a very strange thing. Fucking yeah, Technology. Okay. But anyway. What else happens? Uh, what else? It's okay, I'll have to throw it in the garbage so I can get a 4K TV. Have you seen soon. The Breakfast Club? Yes. 
Okay. Well, then we've got in, nothing uh, to talk about. My this week. high school, in fact, my high school put on a stage adaptation of The Breakfast Club. And in hindsight, that oh, one were of the... you part of the production? No, it was when I was a freshman. And wait, no, it was when I was in eighth grade. I just went to go see it at oh, this high weird. school. Oh, but that's long enough. I could see why that would be more relevant to the people because that would have been long. That would have been only a couple years after The Breakfast Club came out. Bill, Not a couple years? Are you kidding me? Wait, when were you in eighth it was grade? Like Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh my god! You're just that. old. Bill. I forgot you're young. It was like 1998 ish. Let me think. I graduated high school in 2002. Why would anyone in that high school care enough about The Breakfast Club? That's, Bill, by then, the movie was like a 15 year old movie. So, I, my generation, we still watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast it's Club. Like, it's like if I were in high school right now and just decided, you know what? I need to do a stage play of Home Fries. Or She's All That. <laughs> uh, actually, Breakfast Club makes a great stage play. It's well, kind no, of it's obvious. Ridiculous. It's just a one room kind of. It's weird that the they had to adapt it. It doesn't exist as a stage play. That just, it seems kind of dumb and short sighted. The one thing that they changed is uh, that where they whistle. Uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Instead, they all um, uh, sing Bring along to "Say It Ain't So." Yeah. Oh my God! What just really play good. to the modern crowd? Yep. Like, oh Jesus! Yep. It was really good. Shut up. Go fuck yourself. Shut up. Uh, no, it was really good. Anyway, yes, I. Have I just thought Breakfast it was Club. interesting because the Breakfast Club just came on. Uh, it's on Netflix streaming. Just popped up this week. I think along with that and, and Ferris Bueller, I hadn't seen the Breakfast Club in a long goddamn time. And watching it again this week, I was like, holy shit! This is like one of the world's like. Almost perfect movies yeah. in terms of maybe not one of the, I don't know if you want to call it one of the best movies, but in terms of like what the movie's setting out to do, yeah. the casting yeah. and just the tone of the movie and everything. Yeah. Uh, aside from Ali Sheedy getting all prayed up at the end, which everyone always complains about, just rightly right. so. But it's a hella competent movie. Yeah, and and just with the Solid gone home stuff. Yeah. About teenage stuff Teens. and finding and, and that taking place just ten years after the Breakfast Club. It's still oh, man. Kind of, of that era. So uh <laughs> Oh no, what'd I, uh, you do? I was looking at the oh, Tumblr Annie's tag. blushing a little bit? No, it's, I'm not blushing. Oh my god, Annie's horns are glowing. <laughs> yeah, because I want my Homestuck horns, Bill. Oh my god. Uh, no, I was looking at the Gone Home tag on Tumblr just out of curiosity to follow the reception and everything like that. And I found this one person. It was the day Gone Home had come out. It had been out less than 24 hours. And it was this Tumblr teen who was like, uh, Gone Home, uh, the Gone Home fandom really needs to step up its game. What? And then started referring to Gone Home fans as gone homies. <laughs> wow. You should have bookmarked that. Just gone see, home just fever. Just to see how his fandom evolved over the course uh, of the last I'm week. I'm pretty sure the Tumblr was gonehomefeels.tumblr.com. I did see there was a picture online of somebody opening up a drawer in the Gone Home house and of yeah. course in the drawer there's nothing but a bunch of words that just says feels. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Spoilers, that's what you're doing for most By the of Gone way, everybody, Home. Gone home you're gonna have a lot of, you're gonna feel a lot of feels. Spoilers. Drawers, Spoilers for drawers, Gone Home. Drawers. Go fuck yourself, Mudrin. Alright, no. so what else? Uh Black Fist Club. Man, I did nothing this week. I really didn't. I played the oh, episode Gone Home. I also watched an episode of I was I rewatched some bits of Orange and New Black this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, that'd be great gone home. Just walking around the prison. It's crazy eyes room. <laughs> it's her fake eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> In a case. Uh no! Uh, I got distracted. There's a scene where who's the main character? Chapman. She talks uh-huh. about accidentally squirting. That got me looking up squirt statistics. God. Did you know that over seventy percent of uh, women admit that they that they have a seventy percent? Yeah, majority. I was shocked. Let's put it that way. I, there's multiple statistics online, but 
Evidence 70%? is seventy percent. More than fifty. Yeah. Out of out of what like what um what's the word pool and like people today? People have been trying to figure out what this is since like the seventeenth century too. I like. It's like I didn't realize seventy percent. Did you realize it wasn't until two thousand nine that the clitoris was actually successfully like literally like yeah. mapped? Yeah, yeah. They figured out the clitoris is a lot bigger and longer than they thought it was. Two thousand nine. I know. You think Bill, it's said eighteen eighty one? Welcome to the female body. I know. It's welcome. Still. I'm gonna say the words. I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry, buddy. Turn it out. <laughs> Plug yours. Welcome to male privilege, Bill. Do you know how much money goes into male sex-related research? Do you know how little money goes into female sex-related research? That's because boners are harder to keep up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you know what's really well-documented? The robust w- history of women but achieving I orgasms. It's early 21st century, and they're still trying to figure out what the squirt is and where it comes from. Because they're like, the only part of the body big enough to hold that much fluid is the bladder. But we know it's not urine, because we did spectroanalysis Star Trek on it. 70%. So we don't know where it's coming from. And this is what blew my mind, because like, I thought there was something like maybe like 10% of ladies well, are doing. to be fair, I'm trying to think anecdotally. I mean, it's not like it's something well, people they said are like, running up to me. Well, there's some confusion, because if you're a lady, you get eroticized, shit comes out. Like, that's the whole point. Nature of the lady parts is like fluid <laughs> is flowing. But like, they're trying to figure out whether, they're, like, it's like this distinction between you're just getting a little damp down there, they're getting a little Dagobah action, versus fucking Niagara Falls shit flying out of you. I hate this podcast. So, so the, like, it's funny the you know, doctors Bill, are trying to like talk. The research people like saying no. It's we understand what. Sometimes this I is... think you try you try to dig out the subject that I want to talk about you the with you the least. <laughs> like you're just sitting there before the podcast going, what is the thing that Annie wants to least have a conversation about with me? Is it oh chicks with dicks? We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, female ejaculation. We'll talk about that. Which would you rather be, mermaid or centaur? <sighs> What mermaid you don't squirt? Depends on what kind of mermaid, Bill. Up top mermaid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite kind. Well, With the just... fish upper and the human body. Well, you just put a bag on it and then you oh can just have like... Oh my god. You just have I hate you sex. so much. Hey, Bill, what else did you do this week? Oh man. Literally they anything else. You never else. hear about reverse Let's centaurs. Let's talk about literally anything else, Bill. <laughs> reverse centaur. Oh, that'd be horrifying. Well, but that's basically what a minotaur is. Is that? Minotaurs are reverse. I'm thinking about a human with four legs. Like people legs. That's not a reverse centaur. And no arms. A centaur is usually a horse body and a man torso. So a reverse centaur would be a man body and a horse torso. Is there a Disney movie about Minotaur saying how he wants a human head? There should be. There's your pitch, Bill. (laughs) He gets tricked by a fat man with with udders. Living under the sea. Hey, Bill, did you see that thing on Tumblr? Did you see the uh, Neil Cesarega <laughs> Little Mermaid comic? No, what is this? It's really good. Oh, it's just the one that she <laughs> sounds like two horses. horses. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Anyway, hey, this is Bill. Like, this, is, this is the Market Quality Podcast. Hey, did you see this, this thing online? I like, Bill, we should have you seen. usually do Bill Mudger's Gift Corner. No, so I'm just this saying. Should, this should be dedicated portions of the sec- Bill's Sex Egg Corner. <laughs> no. Of human sexuality. Did I talk about hate plus yet? No. No. I didn't. I'm gonna interrupt you. You asked because I hate you so much. That's hey friends. No, stop talking. Hey, no, stop talking. Bill and I have talked a lot about Analog Hate Story and how much we deeply enjoyed that game. An excellent independent visual novel that came out a couple years ago. One of my favorite games of all time. 
Uh, just today, its sequel, um, Hate Plus, came off or came out, I should say. And uh, uh, lovely Carla from the Fulbright Company was given some Steam codes to give away by uh, the creator of Hate Plus, and oh, she you're actually. Are you giving them away now? Well, I'm gonna talk about who people can enter to win. Oh, okay, okay. What did you want me to do? Oh wait, we can't give them away now because nothing's happened. I'm sorry, I have gas. <laughs> This is the worst I'm podcast. Baby. I was on a thing. I was on, I was rolling. No, you're talking about Hate Plus. This is uh, is this a direct sequel to the original game? Yes. Where it's you're you're on the Korean. Uh, That's what Korean... I said. Where it's a sequel to Analog Hate Story. It's literally what I said. The, Stop the talking. Game had a whole Mom bunch is of different talking. Endings. Like, Mom what's is talking. Mom's talking. Canonical. How can you find out, Bill? Perhaps by playing the excellent game Hate Plus. Does it interact with the original save? It does. Oh, okay. It does. So anyway, let me finish. You ask okay. Carla was given copies of the game by the creator, Christine Love. And I'm going to give away copies to two copies to two listeners, and I'm going to throw in a copy of, if you have not played it, if the winner has not played it, I will throw in a copy of Analog Hate Story as well. Oh, They're good. really worth playing. So if you're so inclined... Um, they uh, are kind of text adventure things, Yeah, they, they are visual novels, so you got to like read Yeah, them. visual aspects, but it's mostly you interacting, like, it's dialogue trees and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, Imagine Mass Effect, if the person you're talked to was just like a still image that kind of changed every once in a while. That's what a visual uh, novel is, Bill. I'm just saying. It's literally... When, when everyone starts started talking about analog hate story, they had to explain to me what this was. It's not like everyone. Did you not know what a visual novel is? No. Oh well, visual novel. I'm like, oh, it's comic book, graphic novel. No, a visual novel. It's mostly reading with some visuals. Hence, visual novel. Yeah. So anyway, it's really the first game was one like I said, really excellent um, and uh, highly recommend it. So if you're so inclined, I'm giving away two free copies. Uh, hit up our contact form at boyhattypodcast.com and uh, enter and uh, just set, drop me a note. We have two copies to give away, friends. So that means. If at least four of you <laughs> went to like last time, you got a 50 50 shot. Don't be a creeper being like, I'm broke. I'm I'll, broke. I want to read about Korean slave girls. <laughs> Just give me a game. Uh, yeah, Ooh. so. Uh, do you have the codes with you right now? Can you actually turn into have a guessing game? <laughs> it's like, what, a 16 digit thing? Yeah. Well, did you see when sometimes people will kind of like turn, like on Twitter, if they're putting out a code, they will put out the whole code except the question mark yeah. will be one letters and like, the question mark is. How many, like, what's the first letter of Cookie Monster's favorite snack? And it's C, because he's fucking Cookie Monster. He loves fucking this cookies. This is the worst podcast. What is the most erotic Muppet? Is... <laughs> Calamity John! <laughs> Calamity John! That's been going on a tear lately about the whole introvert thing that's been floating around Wait, online what's the lately. Introvert thing? Oh, there's just been a lot of talk about introverts on the internet lady. Any anyway. Oh, that's new. Yeah, so Jesus well that's kinda of his point. But anyway the existence of the word for introverts. If I was extroverts, like the internet would be going home would be sitting at home collecting the and he's trying to talk. Oh I'm so sorry, Eddie. Sometimes I feel like I shouldn't even just show up. <laughs> just just build in a mirror like a cat <laughs> just interacting. Bill, you swear <laughs> are you a mermaid? <laughs> would you fuck Snoopy? Why have you squirted? Why have you had a penis? Human penis or red rocket? I don't know. What? Hey, everybody, this is Boy Hattie Podcast. We'll this see you next is last episode we tried. We almost so, made it to 100. We're oh so close. Oh, God. So, anyway, I can't Yeah, so even... what was talking about? Her? The correct answer is Janice. <laughs> 
I'm not even kidding. I think I just lost the one. No, actually, Swedish Chef, because he's got those real hands. Well, see, that was, that was what someone said, and <laughs> he retweeted. It's like, uh, Swedish Chef, because Swedish Chef has opposable thumbs. Clamity John was saying, the only small talk question that is a real serious icebreaker at parties <laughs> is, what's the most fuckable Muppet? And someone said, Swedish Chef, because he has thumbs. <laughs> well, he can hold you. To be fair, so does Rolf. And Fozzie. So... Yeah, because you know, could you imagine being like fondled by a Grover hand? Yeah, <laughs> like you like a little like just mashing his little felt fingers. I'm not against even. Him. Oh my god! I really hope my mom stopped listening to this podcast. Do <laughs> you think she could have sat through the dick conversation? She loves ago? me so much, yeah. and I tell her not to. You know what? Gone Home oh, sequel. We're exploring the god, room where I Andy hate... murdered Bill. I hate this podcast. You have to figure out what, what they were talking about when Andy finally Bill, broke. did you do anything else this week? I watched Breaking Bad. How Speaking was Breaking, of Breaking Bad, Bill? It was good. It's just going down. Was it really good? Yeah. You know the last episode they came out with that you saw? Yeah. Uh-huh. One, yeah. <laughs> you mean episode one? You mean so 15 minutes? Far as well as 15 <laughs> minutes into episode one. <laughs> Wait, what What got you not, like, what drove you away from No, I don't even think I watched that much. No, okay. Yeah. Well, there, I don't think anything totally terrible happens in the first episode. I just don't like shows that are just relentlessly depressing. Fine. With no redeeming characters. Well, you should like it now because main character uh, Walter White is getting the shit kicked in right now. She's all falling apart. His, his nah. It's the inevitability of death. You don't think you're ever gonna watch? Breaking no, I'm Bad? never gonna watch. Do you Breaking think anyone Bad? at home cares about spoilers for Breaking Bad? Possibly. I shouldn't talk about Breaking it, Bad. It, I like this is the one time Bill has on his own motivation. But Breaking Bad not is good. I don't want to spoil people, man. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you gotta get on that shit. It's getting over a little overhyped now because Breaking Bad's good, but like everyone's like, oh my god, is it one of the shows of the century? And it's yeah. good. It just like, you gotta go in there with realistic expectations. It is a movie about a guy who looks like Half Life <laughs> cooking meth. And what are you gonna do? Uh, so. I uh, love cowboys, so I have been trying to watch Hell on Wheels, which is also Netflix. Which I thought I was confused at first. So if it's about cowboys, why is it called Hell on Wheels? Because it's no, about, the about the railroad. Yeah, it's about the railroad. Is is the golden? It's pretty unwatchable. Is the golden rod? It's pretty unwatchable. That last ignit is that one of the characters that they drive? That's the last thing they put in the Intercontinental Railroad. You know the story about how when they actually fixed the two parts of the International Continental Railroad together, they they drove an, a golden spike through the two parts. There's something, isn't there something about uh, golden rods on on um uh what was the uh, Briscoe County Junior? You know they're like why, power yeah, I rods. Think so, I swear like to God, that. that was my first well, thought. That, I think, isn't that what they're chasing? Like is probably like yeah. orbs. Well, there's like this but orb that, that has all be... these rod, these glowing rods that and are powerful. Do you use one of the rods to I can't remember. fix the Continental Railroad. Guys, you can't see Bill's <laughs> iron rod gesture. <laughs> it's amazing. He looks like he's a judge with a gavel. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Are uh, there, do they have the Do they have the Chinamen digging the roads and all that racist shit? Uh, it's immediately after the Civil War, and it's not. In California, I think uh, they're coming from the other direction. I can't remember. To be honest with you, I'm not really paying that much Florida. attention. Uh, it's got Calm Meanie. What's he He's doing? the villain. He's really mean. Oh, really? He's the villain. What, what channel is this on? Uh, AMC. Oh, it's a Breaking Bad the, channel. So they can, the, so can't be violent and fucked up. The, the, um, the team really likes color correction, you guys. They're really uh, on, big on team like color shots, correction. Like it's amber well, It's all like grayish. It's like western-y washed out. It it's looks all like... like uh, all I care about is that the protagonist well, like is a hunky, grizzled uh, uh, cowboy. And that's See, that's the thing. Breaking Bad has no sexy people we can get into. It's all older Why white. Are you talking Brian Cranston? You think so? Sweetheart. Are you kidding? 
you seen his bald little head? I just want to rub everything up on his bald little head. I'm making a joke. Is, is, Brian Cranston actually was really handsome on Malcolm Little, though. I'm going to say now. He does. He still does kind you of distantly. Now, his cancer came back, so now he got a full head of hair again and his beard grow out. But now he got skinnier. He was kind of hunky and drive, actually. Oh, that's right. He was in that movie. Yeah, he seconds. played the mechanic guy. Yeah. Oh, Ron Perlman, stop following me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just got yeah, Ron Perlman. <laughs> briefly, Ron Perlman briefly followed, followed Bill on Twitter. on Twitter. He followed me because I said he should play. What was it? He should play Batman and John Hamm, the dude from Mad Men, should play Superman in the Batman Superman movie they're coming out. Mm-hmm. And then he must he must have been like, I'm gonna see what people are saying about me this week. He found it. And he's like, Oh yeah, Bill Munchen's got taste. And then I took <laughs> and I, I tweeted a thing about how Pacific Rim uh, bombed in Japan, and he went unfollow that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this movie. Not doing it. Again. So I'm sure that's exactly what happened, it's, Bill. So now I can never watch Sons of Anarchy or anything like that again. <laughs> No more Hellboys for Bill. Hellboy unfollowed me. That comes to the phone. Oh God. man. God, I'm I'm glad I didn't like shit talk. Those Hellboy movies aren't very good. They're pretty. I forgot Jeffrey Tambor's in those. Mm-hmm. Those are weird fucking They're strange movies. little movies. Did you see who's the chick from uh, Hellboy? The one with the fire lady. Uh, she made a baby, and she was breastfeeding it in the mall, and people got upset, and now that's reignited the controversy over public breastfeeding. I'll have <sighs> you know. Again with Bill talking about the female juices. I feel like a doctor from Transylvania showed up. I want to talk about the juices. What else happened this week? Is that it? Is that the end of... What did you do? Nothing. Oh, we got to talk about Candy. This is a good topic, and you love this. So I was talking with listener Maxwell Motley. Newly married listener. She Maxwell just got Motley. she got hooked up last weekend. Her last name is Heisenberg. I don't trust stop her calling new husband. Her, stop calling oh, her. Oh, God, I just forgot what her last Motley. her last new name is. It's something with an H, because then her her she's Helen Maxwell Motley H. So it's H. Her She's got, like, you know, she's like... who's She's like a Dickensian character now, because all the Dickens characters all have double... Like, what's it when they have the same first letters in the this podcast going down the tubes <laughs> this quick? This is the worst. No, this is the worst podcast. We're low energy because Bill's been busy working. Annie, she just got done with like a 12-hour work shift where she was like, weren't you like putting out like tire fires at work? <laughs> yeah, it's with my face. Suddenly you're tweeting about boob sweat and, and electronics. <laughs> but... No, so uh, and listener Maxwell Motley, she's from the UK, and she was asking us what kind of candy we want from the UK, because she's going to send us a little candy care package, and I offered her to send her candy back, so if she wants, like, well, not just candy, but any kind of snacks and stuff like that. I don't what, know what enough about her. I don't know enough about... Uh, you gotta Google that shit. About... They got fucking crazy flavors. She was like, we went to this candy, like, UK candy guide, where, like, all their goddamn candies are, like... Weird names like Pinto Balls and Poopoo Boos. And... I can see I why. I doubt they're called Poopoo Boos. So I'm going to throw that one <laughs> out there. But it's kind of like, like the Wizarding Candy in Harry Potter a little mm-hmm. bit, where it's like all kind of crazy shit. Everything's like on fire, crackling and glowing <laughs> in the dark. It's like cultures are different. Yeah. And the things they value and the flavors they value. Yeah, no different. Hershey's. And I know you hate Hershey's, so you should love the UK candy. I, like, I love Hershey's. Oh, you hated Hershey's. No. I, I, I thought you hated milk chocolate. 
milk chocolate is my favorite. In fact, I was going to ask her to just send me some Cadbury milk chocolate. But I can get that here now. Oh, I know, exactly. Go down to Fred Meyer and pick some. Oh, oh man. I wonder well, wait, so this... we also have the, the specialty candy store about two blocks away. So you have no Wait, excuses. we have a specialty candy store? Do you not know about the soda pop candy shop? No. What? There's the soda pop candy shop on Belmont. It's right by where we lived on... It's right by where we lived in the, the drug lord house. Uh, there's uh, on Belmont. No. Yeah. Shit. So they have stuff from like the UK and stuff? They do. They've got all sorts of obscure and regional candies. So, Max, why don't she just send us 50 bucks to go spend <laughs> This way she doesn't have to pay for shipping or anything like that. Uh, so, what was I think they, I think they specialize in American, so obscure American candies. So, if you had to send candy off to uh, someone in the UK, a representative bundle of American See, candies and thing. snacks, I'm what not, would you send? I'm the wrong person to ask because I don't have that kind of relationship with candy. Like, my favorite candies are Take Five. The hell's a um, take five? Take five is relatively new. Oh, is that the shit with the pretzels and yeah, stuff Yeah, it's pretzels it? and caramel and peanut butter and milk chocolate. Candle with the caramel. Freaks um, me out. I like Nutrageous, which is... Uh, yeah, nougat and peanut butter and milk chocolate and caramel. Yeah. And um, those are my two favorite candies. They have tea, tea flavor candy over That's there. It's like terrible. Totally playing like into stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they'll have like rinse wind and mushroom parlance flavor. I'm like, what the hell is <laughs> It sounds like sounds like like the names are uh, colors in a cra- pack of Crayola crayons. <laughs> yeah. See, I would totally send Twinkies, Reese's cups, mm-hmm. uh, Snickers, yes, and Twix. See, but do they do? Or do you know for sure they don't have these things? Though? I think she said they do have Twix, but it's like weird flavored, like mu- it's, it's it's like marshmallow musk. <laughs> it's like foot like flavor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we should probably bring the super slow motion. <laughs> what do you talk? This intro. is the best. The best. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a little break. The we're going to have the Geek Week interview. <laughs> See you soon, guys. Somehow I always knew that someday we'll be through. Now that it's happened, I just can't believe it's true. I've done the best I could. Did you see that um, Prince let... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Prince let Dave Chappelle put his picture on Prince's new single that he just put out. Prince has a Wait, sense of humor. Prince, Prince let just put out Dave a new Chappelle single. Let's put it this way. Put Prince Dave Chappelle's just... picture yeah, you on know, Prince's new album? You know, Dave Chappelle, he had that whole sketch Well, yeah, about no. Blouses. Game blouses. Yes. Yeah. That is the cover art for Prince's new single. For it's, it's a picture single? of like Dave Chappelle with a the, the thing of pancakes, game blouses, <laughs> and it's just the still from the show. It's wow. not like they went back and like had any because that's Leibowitz the only culturally relevant thing that has I happened know. to Prince in the last decade. Because like Prince is like, I hate modern culture. I hate the internet. Well, I guess I better show that people have a apparently sense of humor. Prince is now like a huge uh, born again Christian. Really? This is my wife Wait, told what? me. Apparently, it's I, no. I think he's a Jehovah's sex I think he's now, I think he's now a Jehovah's Witness. Ah. Is what it is. Well, he's from Minnesota. So, so he he doesn't happening. sing it. He doesn't sing things like Cream anymore. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, no, he doesn't sing Man, that you stuff anymore. Man, Cream video back in the day? No, that was like pornoc. I, I can't. Well, they, I'm sure that wasn't even shown in I was Texas. Gonna say, Whenever MTV showed that in Texas, it was a black screen. <laughs> 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 is it are you recording yeah human monster hey everybody <laughs> I hey you. buddy with you being such a big prince fan i'm a huge prince enthusiast and in enthusi- prince <laughs> it's 
time for the Geek Week in Review. Purple and it's tan. Time for the Geek Week in Review. Tell what? Tell us what's the George news. Lucas had a bio baby. Did this he have is... it with his new wife? Yeah. Oh wow. She must have been knocked up because they just got hooked up. I was like gonna say they got married ago. not too long ago, didn't they? Yeah. Well, just, this is actually big news because he's he tried to have a baby with his first wife like for the longest time, and she divorced him. He adopted like three or four kids, but he could never have his own baby. And some people were like, oh, this must be the reason why he wrote Darth Vader being evil, because he can't... Like, some kind of weird Freudian bullshit. Yeah. But he actually managed to have a kid when he's, like, 98 years old. And how pissed off him. is that kid going to be when that kid grows up and is like, you gave away how much of your money <laughs> before you had me? Four billion what to charity? Man, do you think... Man, his other kids must be pissed, too. Although... Uh, that's yeah the xbox one will now work without a connect attached also the xbox will only launch in a handful of european countries and there are rumors now that microsoft is having yield issues with ram chips they need for the console which may drastically limit the number of consoles available this year this could be spun uh per this could be spin he says bill pure bullshit or the unfortunate truth uh supposedly it's been debunked that the yield issues are not so much an issue but um there have been a lot of rumors that X, that Microsoft is having a lot of problems putting the Xbox together. Even aside from all the stuff, basic stuff they're changing about the system, about how it works in response to people being pissed off. But supposedly, yeah, they're having a... Suppo the rumor has been that supposedly they're having a hard time just getting all the pieces together and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, man, bless them. They really they're lost this console this thing launch already. Yeah, this is fucking My nuts. God. Man, doesn't the, doesn't the PS4 launch in November? No, tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow at Gamescom. They're going to announce tomorrow when when it's coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is actually later. Like, this is a thing I put on the show. Because I did, I did yeah. wind up pre-ordering the um, Assassin's Creed 4 for the PS4. Because uh, they're going to have exclusive... Yeah, that sounds like if it comes out in late October. Well, I'm, I've been assuming it'll be out in late October. A, because it'll have Assassin's Creed as a launch title. And B, uh, late October uh, during the PS2 era was always the time of year the big PlayStation thing came out. Mm. The original PlayStation... Well, the original PlayStation 2. But the PlayStation 2 uh, came out in late October. All the Grand Theft Auto games always came out late October. That mm -hmm. was always whenever, like, yeah, that that was the big PS2 time of year. Mm -hmm. And so if they're trying to get back to their, like, PS2 era of, of like, woo, yeah, everyone get excited about it. It makes sense. And also, like, gives them a couple weeks, because I'm assuming uh, the new Xbox will launch in mid-November, right around the new Call of Duty comes out. Mm -hmm. Because they're, they're still writing Call of Duty's jock so hard, it makes sense yeah. for them to try to, like, launch day, get yeah. both your, you know, Call of Duty and your Xbox One. Did you put in stuff in here about the um, the, the things they talked about for Ghosts, the multiplayer? No. It actually sounds kind of cool. Oh, but a, how do you shoot ladies now? Well, yeah, A, you can have playable ladies. Females. Human females, females. which I'm down not for. You can shoot the clothes but... off of them. <laughs> But also the whole the squad base thing. No, wait, what's this? So we, um, my wife likes to play Call of Duty, but she's pretty casual about it, and which is a pain in the ass because you go and you're like, oh, I'm gonna play around Call of Duty maybe, and then you get your ass handed to you by people who play it day in and day out, and then it's not fun and you yeah, stop playing. That's what happened to me too. Like I kind of I'll play some shooter, but it's so not fun to play against all these people that I just don't play it. But we actually got the most recent. Uh, Blops 2, only because they had a pretty robust... For which console? Uh, actually, we ended up getting it for the PS3 because that's we had a so friend... Weird. But no, that's our... We, you know, we've talked about this on yeah, the Yeah, we had a friend so, yeah. who begged, pretty much begged us too, so we could play yeah, multiplayer exactly, with yeah. us. But he's like a hardcore player. Like, he plays on hardcore mode, deathmatch, with Jesus. an on standard definition television what? and kicks Why ass. 
He did not. He didn't. He didn't have money to play, buy an HD TV. I didn't read any of the text on the I know. Definition. And he kicks ass. Does Bill. he also play split screen with four other people like Goldeneye style? <laughs> I probably not. Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, yeah. so uh, we enjoyed playing like the squad because they had a pretty good bot system in that game for multiplayer. Also, you can play offline. But, but yeah. what stunk was that it had a um, it had a leveling system, but it was just for that mode. So you could level in bots mode, but it didn't. Then you'd go That's online stupid. to play. That is stupid. That it won't yeah. carry over. Well, so well, they, no, no, no. they changed that. Oh, yeah, they don't want you to game your stats yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Because I could see people could gank that very easily. Well, yeah. what they did is actually kind of smart. They changed it. And so rather than having this bots thing, they had this whole idea of a squad where you can pick a squad of teammates and they'll be your guys. And you can pick can what you, roles like, they'll play. Yeah. Oh, so and, it's kind of um, like having like your little gang of assassins and assassins. Exactly. Creed, yeah. Like, yeah. And then really? you can um, you can play just against like one other person in their squad. Squad, or oh wow, like your do you love your two squads squad members? I it wasn't I can't remember. I, I just equip them with. Stuff. I didn't I dig in. Yeah. I didn't dig into it too deep. I think they do, That's and I think they learn from yeah. your combat, and they kind of play. Oh, evolve. I gotta play with you guys. And I my think, guys would be so stupid. I think your um, people can play with your squad when you're offline, and they will still level huh. up. And, and and when you go back into play, your team okay, can be that more actually leveled sounds up. Pretty interesting, yeah. And uh, you can play against. So so like if there's like I'm really glad to see player. there's some kind of functional growth in Call of Duty multiplayer. Even if this is yeah. something they should have had before, like that. My that wife sounds... is pretty chuffed about this. She's it's, like, I'm gonna have girl squads. Is great. that gonna be? It's it's funny. I'm assuming the Xbox One is going to launch alongside the next Call of Duty. It's the next Call of Duty for the Xbox. It's multi platform. Yeah. Well, it's gonna, it's going to be all platform. Are you kidding? They're not going to leave any dollars at the door. They're going to it's going to launch for. I didn't even think about whether or not it's actually been enough for next gen stuff. I mean, it, it makes sense they would. It has. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be. Oh on the god! Well, if you guys are playing Xbox One, I'll probably end up buying it. Too. Well, I mean, I still like to play Call of Duty. It's great to just mindless if you just want to shoot something yeah. for half an hour. I like the last couple. Call it has a dog, out. so I gotta play it. What multiplayer? No, the game is a dog. Do you, did you not see that? We scanned a dog. Do you not remember oh, that? I when they yeah. first unveiled it. Yeah, that's right. I forgot it's got about a dog, that. Bill. Um, it's well, they, bust had dog, dog they had dogs system. in the older games, except they were dogs were like. That's not like, your dog. They would attack you and kill you. Yeah, but there was like. Or you would send. Yeah, that's not. That's not what I'm talking they about. They would Bill. explode because I'm talking about an like animal friend, Bill. <laughs> but no, you can also play as woman now. This is the one thing I heard. I didn't yeah. heard about the squad thing though. That actually yeah. sounds pretty cool. I can have a squad of chicks. Then I will play. I saw people already complaining though because, well, everyone first assumed that the the. The female skin characters would have an advantage because they'd be naturally smaller and have a smaller head zone. But no, it's going to be all the women's characters are going to be the same size and mass and everything as the mm-hmm. new characters, which mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no no word on whether or not Lonnie's a playable <laughs> character. Bill makes a gun home joke is really <laughs> funny. But no, that's actually pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the other, yeah, like I said, uh, going back to the, the the thing we started off with. Yeah, yeah sorry. Connect. Yeah. That's that's a bit. So now officially, the Xbox One has walked away from all of the, the things thing they, they were doing. That was is bold. just not to have the connect in the box. Yeah, like I, I, they were crazy if they don't have. I mean, there's no point in in, in installing and having a connect in every box now if that connect does not have to be hooked up. And in order to go one on one with PlayStation Three with price, the easiest thing is yeah, you know is I wonder if it, that's uh, I wonder if that's really why they did it. If they realized that they were a hundred dollars ahead, and that is 
all sure that's the connects. And it's funny because I see people online saying, well, that's crazy. They're never going to do that. They're totally going to do yeah. that. Even if they don't do not do it this Christmas, by next Christmas, I can guarantee you a million dollars that they're going to have con- yeah. uh, an Xbox One without the Kinect built in. Yeah, because yeah. like, uh, there's no if, 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 you can sh- if, if you can just shut it off and there's no reason to actually have it yeah. there, it's going to piss off developers because uh, otherwise developers yeah. could at least count on everyone at least having access to a Kinect, right. even if it's not hooked up. But... I mean, <laughs> The Kinect is... No one really no likes one wants motion gaming. gaming. Yeah. yeah. Like, even the way uh, Microsoft is positioning, the, the, the Kinect is really only being used practically for, like, is, like, for the whole TV controlling stuff. And yeah. Really some people are going to want to use that anyway. And who wants to flail around rather than use a controller? It's just dumb. I mean, I would like nothing better than the Kinect to actually be awesome and something worthwhile. Because who doesn't want more cool gaming I mean, stuff I, this, I have the Kinect, and I do use it, but here's where I use it. I turn on my Xbox, mm-hmm. I go in the kitchen, get a drink, and when Xbox. I hear that it boots up, I go, Xbox, play disc. Okay, yeah. That's all I do. When I'm watching Netflix, I'll go, Xbox, next episode. What is? They that is literally about... all I've used for my Kinect. They were talking about their, like, well, it'd be funny if they actually do come out with a version without the Kinect, which would make my Amazon pre-order of a launch Xbox... Uh, one because suddenly like I don't I'm not gonna want it anymore because I yep. don't want this one with the Kinect built in. Yep. And there was something about the PlayStation Three where they were talking about oh they were talking about the possibility of there being a special PlayStation Three bundle where for an extra hundred bucks mm-hmm. you would get a uh, a Vita. That oh, would be that would be good, especially yeah. with all the interconnectivity. Yeah, I can't wait until the PlayStation Four comes out because then I can actually wipe the eighteen inches of dust off my Vita. The Vita is actually a great little yeah, console. That's what says. There's just not, it's not a great little guy. What's uh, cool you is know, that they you did buy Dragon's Crown. <laughs> hey, come on! It's, it, you can level up your dudes and that. You got like a little squad. We are proud to announce oh. that that wow. Dragon Cancer is now an Ouya exclusive. Really? Uh. I don't even know what that game... We talked about this once before. All I know it's an indie game about cancer. Yeah, it's apparently... The reason why this was newsworthy wasn't the fact that it's an OUYA exclusive. It's what... That's... is how that tweet went out was phrased. If you didn't know what that dragon cancer is, yeah, you could read... You, most people were parsing that. <laughs> we're now... Oh, Proudsman out that dragon cancer... Is now an Ouya that's exclusive. That's why everyone was taking away from it. Cancer is now an Ouya exclusive. Everyone's like, well, that's the story of the Ouya right there. Um, there's no real story to that other than that's just a funny thing. That that's happens. interesting. Huh. Um, I keep on forgetting the Ouya actually exists. I think everybody... Did you see the stats that like 75% of Ouya users never have bought anything from the Ouya store? Oh, yeah, because they're all just using for uh, for emulation. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's Which t- everyone intense. predicted that when it first came out. It's funny that's actually true. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a Kickstarter for Scary Godmother Dolls. Oh, yeah. Uh, so who's laid to Scary Godmother? I can't remember her name now. Uh, Jill Thompson. Jill Thompson. Oh, great she's, cartoonist. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's uh, creating, uh, I think it's for 50 bucks a doll. Uh-huh. And Which there's like a price for like, a like, doll. For, like, for, like, for, like, 100 bucks, I think you get, like, the doll plus, like, some kind of crazy packaging. For 20 bucks, you get, like, like some of her Scary Godmother prints. But, yeah, Jill Thomas is... is Jill Thompson? Thompson, Jill Thompson I think. Yeah. is this uh, cartoonist who does his really lush watercolor yeah, illustrations. Yeah, beautiful. And her main character is Scary Godmother, which is this totally Halloween-themed uh, witch mm-hmm. who who's it's very friendly uh, set of comics, really aimed towards little kids, but like with a really great sense of humor. She loves old rock and roll, rockabilly monster stuff and it just it's just it's it's it's, it's a great little it's monster really comic appealing kids, but with a nice like little punk rock attitude which is great yeah and so uh she's found somebody willing to sculpt really detailed like 
like foot tall. Like it's like mm. big dolls too. Oh, so wow. Little action figures. Uh, yeah, of the main character, uh, Scary Godmother, and she's got like clunky boots and a little skirt and everything like that. It's just really cool. Like it's, it just seems like a really cool little object. And the Kickstarter just went live this week. Hmm. Just throwing it out there. And he does not care. I, I honestly, I started laughing as uh, reading ahead. <laughs> Um, What's up? Oh, no, Blake 7 reboot for the Xbox One. That's not what I was laughing at. What is Blake 7? You ever heard of Blake 7? It's the seminal science fiction classic that three people sing. <laughs> no, Blake 7 is a uh, science fiction series from the, like, the 1970s. Hmm. It was essentially Firefly before Firefly came out. Hmm. It was about a bunch of a uh, bunch of like space pirates running on space trying to survive. Is it a TV show that's an Xbox One exclusive? Yeah, supposedly they're gonna bring it back as a live action television show that's exclusive to the Xbox One. Yeah. In this in this attempt to like have exclusive Xbox content. They want the Xbox One to be an entertainment platform. So we're like seven. We're gonna revive this like obscure. It's gotta be cheap property. <laughs> it's all. It's like it's all gonna take place in the same room. It's gonna be a very small spaceship. It's gonna be like the Breakfast Club. It's gonna be about them all locked in sent to space you detention. Know what? It's just gonna be a photo. Breakfast Club except with lasers and <laughs> shit arbitrarily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Here's a series of Bill's That '70s Show jokes. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> ready? That '70s Show is leaving Orange the New Black. She'll show up for a few episodes next season, just long enough to facilitate her departure, and that's it. What's up with that? I hate her character with a white hot passion with thousand suns. But I still think she's a cool act. Like, it's not because she's of an interesting stuff. I just foil. hate her character. Yeah. But yeah, the main romantic. She's also really cute. I will be sad I to not so. be able to look at Laura Preppin. Dude, I liked her better with red hair. I, I accept that. But really, she's got those eyes and how that voice. You know how I like a whiskey-voiced woman, dude. It just makes my brain stop. You think, like, Crazy Eyes just pees on her? Like, drowns her down? Pees her to death. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Bill, obviously... so weird. Obviously, she squirts so hard, she (laughs) shoots right over the wall, Bill. Oh, Annie, thank you so much for a good... You're welcome. ...circle of lifing that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that 70s show is the... Orange is the New Black, if you haven't seen it, is a women's prison comedy where... uh, the redheaded chick from that Laura 70s Preppen. show plays yeah. the main character's girlfriend, and who's she's in jail with her girlfriend, and all kinds of crazy shit. She's one of the main characters, mm-hmm. which I mean, you could say, what with the white people being the least interesting part of that show, getting rid of them, uh, as many of them as you possibly can is not necessarily a bad thing. I will throw this out here that that character really her only purpose there was to serve as a. Um, uh, a conflict for Piper. Well, and yeah. that and she had the least to do. I could see there not being that much stuff. I liked her, her, but I mean, you can't really keep on doing the same thing where, like, yeah. they're just like, oh no, they're they're they're, they're exes and they're in the same place, and oh no, like, how's it gonna play out? That like, oh, it's all uncomfortable. You can only do that for so long. Yeah, it's still weird that the character's kind of leaving. I wonder if it's like a money situation, or maybe yeah, that's the way they always design. Or maybe it. she's busy. I don't or something know. like that. Weird. Yeah. What is big, she doing? That's she a did big that cast. Show in this. That's a big cast to wrangle together at one seven, time. That seventy show go off the air. It's been a while, right? I don't know, my friend. Yeah. Do you not know? I never Long watched it. Long enough for what's his name to play Spider Man. So yeah, I don't understand what you. So before we get to that, that seventy show is dead. Says oh, Bill. that's so. You know, did you ever actually watch that seventy show? My grandfather loved that seventy show. Oh, really? It was his favorite TV show. Yeah, so they had three ladies on the show. You had... There was Laura Preppen, there was the mom, and there's Mia Kunis. Okay, so Laura Preppen was Strawberry. Yeah. Swirl, swirl, swirl. And, okay, and you had Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. She was she was chocolate. She was brunette. How you doing? And they had the blonde girl. 
Are you saying the, the mom doesn't count as a female character? No, but I'm talking about as like the sexiest female lady. <laughs> I'm still saying you're not talking about the mom. No, I'm kidding. You're not talking about how sexy uh, Kurtwood Smith was. He's the best character on that show. He's also not a woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there was a blonde girl on the. Obviously, you this she made a hell of an impact on you. She was like in every episode of the two I saw. I she was like a fair faucet. She had blonde hair. She was kind of like, she was kind of ditzy. I think she was like girlfriend. Was she girlfriends with Steve Jobs? Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. See, by the time I was watching, he was dating Mia. Anyway, this blonde lady, she died this one week. One episode I saw. Oh, that's too she bad. Got fucked up into drugs. They showed her latest mugshot. And man, she looked like she was like mm. 45 years old. Even that's though she no could have been like, 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 like what? Like, tw- like that's like, no good. Yeah, she, she, she died in rehab. That's uh, really something, unfortunate. Something. Yeah, I'm sorry so she died that. in her sleep, but that's unfortunate. Mm. So that's not funny. That '70s show died. But what's the last thing? That '70s show was Spider-Man the whole time? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? No, what's this? What's no, that mean? just like well, I just I, if you're making two that '70s shows jokes, you got to round out the third one. With that, that's that, that's what makes it funny. You're gonna talk about that's that your joke. Show. Yeah, that's '70s show. Your joke is that behind the mask, that '70s show was Spider-Man. Yeah. Portal 2 takes off his mask. He's like, you were that 70s show the whole time? That, Portal 2 isn't even lemons. Spider-Man anymore. With the lemons. GTA Online, <laughs> says Bill evocatively. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, GTA Online. So, have you seen anything about this? I saw the original, like, when at the tail end of one yeah, of the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, where they showed everyone chasing each other yeah. with airplanes and yeah. cars like this? Yeah, So, supposedly, if you buy a copy of, of Grand Theft Auto V, two weeks after Grand Theft Auto V launches, they're going to launch GTA Online, which is going to be the online multiplayer component of Grand Theft Auto V, hmm. which is supposed to be an online persistent world. Mm-hmm. It sounds like... Did you ever play any of the multiplayer of GTA Four? No. Which was dumb. And this actually sounds like it's kind of like the same thing. We're essentially just doing GTA stuff with up to, like, 16 other players on the same server. Yeah. But, like, you can, like, steal airplanes and, like, rob banks. It sounds like you're just essentially doing the same stuff you do in GTA, except you can do it with, with friends. Hmm. But the fact that you have, like, fire planes, like, fighting each other. Oh, sure. I mean, all the crazy too. bullshit you do in Great Theft Auto. So, yeah, and the, this sounds like that's their attempt to essentially make a console-based, not like an MMO, because I guess I don't think there's any story or anything like that. It's just you're just doing random missions and mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. occasionally just, like, only supposedly occasionally doing ma'am, despite the fact the only reason anyone ever plays, plays Grand, Grand Theft Auto is just to do it's crazy not to bullshit. Do it. This is the thing that blows my mind is like, they're like, oh, now you can play all the, the GTA missions that you love online. Yeah. No, I'm like, it's not even like it's co op where you're playing the main story. Yeah. It's just like they've excerpted this content and like, yeah. well, now instead of like all the other characters in this bank robbery, uh, bank robbery being NPCs, now they're all your friends. Like, that's not why people play Grand Theft Auto. Nope. They, they do play, it to spawn a tank and then see how they much stuff they can explore. long explode. enough to unlock all the islands and yeah. then crazy blowing shit up. See, that's why I love Saints Row because yeah. Saints Row knows what you want and then gives it to you. Yeah, not like Jesus. And then you think, okay, that's enough. They give you more. And then you're like, no, Saints Row, please, too much. And then they, they <laughs> exactly, there's like yeah. a, a mom trying to feed you. Man, did you see the GTA reviews were really good this week too? I was really surprised. I, it's it rock started star. off as a piece of like downloadable content that got like evolved into its own game. I was kind of surprised. Grand Theft Auto? No, Grand no, Theft Auto no, I reviews mean, came I out? mean, uh, uh, Saints Row. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been getting, like, really good scores. Well, you know, those games, they're just literally about having as much fun as possible. And if you think about it, they didn't tr- bother with redoing the engine or anything like that. They oh, yeah, just, it's more the same, yeah. They just t- tried to make it as fun oh, as man, possible. I had to unfollow people on Twitter this week, because I had some people who were reviewing the game who were, like, trying their best not to spoil the game, but, like, 
oh man, you like there's a crazy thing this happens. Well, and see, like... that's the crazy thing about Saints Row. As much as it's a dumb, dumb game, I actually am invested in those characters. I don't want to know anything about Jack and, a... and Pierce and and Sean D. I genuinely don't want to know. I just want to find out what was in the last game. Who's who's kind of like was it actually voiced by um, the Guild? Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Wasn't she in the last game? Kinsey, I think Kenzie was sounded like Felicia Day, but I don't think she was Felicia Day. Well, like even she's coming back and stuff. It sounds like everybody from the last game was coming back, which is fine because that was that was my first real GTA. So man, it makes me happy. But yeah, you keep seeing GTA. You're so cute. Saints no, Row. No, whatever. I just I just picture third in my mind. I could literally just picture third person running around blowing stuff up, and it all just becomes a big blur to me. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, yeah. GameStop recently discovered a shitload of quote unquote used copy of Xenoblade and Metroid Prime Trilogy, and are reselling them for. 90 bucks. This is a little, uh, this is a little fishy because no one knows where these copies came from. They're claiming that Nintendo reprinted a whole bunch of copies. Mm-hmm. And, but, well, and everyone's pointing out, like, if they're just reprinted, how are you selling these games used? Because if, mm. if, you, if you had a, if you, like, you yeah. suggest that, like, these have gotten out in the wild and then you've bought them back from people. They have so a history sounds... of telling, selling new games as used. They've well, I know, but this is the first time where they've really just come out and said, okay, here's a game that's been out of print for three years. We've just mysteriously found this giant stockpile of used games. It could and... be, it could be new old stock. That happens. That's what people suggest, too, but, like... That stock would go out pretty quickly. Like this, these like as stores all around the country are getting this. I can see it being very localized to whatever. What, near oh, wherever. is that significant of a thing? Yeah, it's, it's all like, the stores are selling this wow. stuff. Like it's it's like it's like an actual like replenishment of that game wow. for all the different game stops. Mm-hmm. And they even point out like with the these Nintendo games, there's the Nintendo Club cards that come with each copy of the game that you can go online and redeem. And so this is the big thing you can prove that they're not used, actually, at least, because these Nintendo Club cards codes have not been redeemed, hmm. which if they were used, most of them would be redeemed, you know, because mm-hmm. it's used people take those cards right. and it takes that stuff. Right. So these obviously just pristine brand new copies of the game. Interesting. That, like, yeah, exactly. Everyone knows that GameStop does this, but this is the first time where they've really just kind of... It's just so they can essentially charge double for the game. Right. Just took the shrink wrap off and said, yep, it's used. Give us the money. And they know there's an audience for this because, like, this is oh, a yeah. game that's been out of print for, like, a year or two. Yeah. And just like, yeah, fuck GameStop. God Very... damn, that's insidious, GameStop like, right there. GameStop is terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Their stores are terrible and claustrophobic and nasty. They treat their employees like shit. They have odious business practices. Which is funny. Fuck GameStop. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh man, I'm so glad that I got Amazon now. I never have to go back to GameStop. Because they've got, as long as they got that release day delivery, you know, I'm locked in. And then today I got my shipping confirmation from Amazon saying, oh, your, shop, your copy of Saints Row 4 has been shipped. It'll come Thursday. This <laughs> happened to set aside time Tuesday to take off and play the game. I was like, shit. Although I didn't pre-order Saints Row uh, 4 until just like last week. So. The same thing happened to me with Bioshock Infinite, actually. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I got you my copy. Like, I wouldn't buy another just... copy because I had d- days off to play. What did you do with that second copy? I still have it. I was going to give it to, to a friend, but they haven't bought a video game console yet and they probably won't. So I don't know what I'm going to do with this extra copy of Bioshock Infinite. Oh, you, you know what? You should it's still like, in the shrink wrap. Take it to Patrick Actually, it is crowd still, to see what happens. It is still in... I haven't even opened the Amazon package that it's in. Oh, really? It is literally just sitting in my uh, office. I uh, have Tim Schafer sign it at, at Pax. Just, just, <laughs> just be a silly Billy. I swear to God, I'm only going to Pax to go see the Last of Us panel and to barf on Tim Schafer. That's the only reason why I'm going What's, to Pax. When is Tim Schafer's next... 
Oh, that's the thing with Broken Age. It was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed until mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, I'm curious. I'll be having that panel on Broken Age. It'll be interesting. Criterion's, I'm going to say this wrong, Zatoichi? That's pretty close. Uh, Zatoichi. Zatoichi. Which I'm sure set. actually in Japanese, that's not even what it is yeah. either. Yeah. So. Uh, in containing 25 films and artwork from 25 artists, including Paul Pope, Vera Brasgall, and Ming Doyle. Yeah, Zatoichi is this uh, Japanese film series from the 60s about, yeah, this blind masseuse who wanders around the Japanese countryside just, just like, fighting bad samurai and stuff like that. A masseuse? A blind masseuse? Supposedly, in the... It's, 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 it's the... When it was subtitled for Americans, they translated it as masseuse. Supposedly, the Japanese version, their idea of what a massage therapist is, is a male prostitute? What? Are you kidding me? So this is a, this is It's a, a crime fighting man whore? Yeah. And he's so good. Too, he's this big burly guy who's got a little beard. Okay, he's maybe totally I have like, to watch this. <laughs> I've got copies of the movies. Well, the crazy yeah, Criterion, the crazy uh, Blu-ray DVD company. Yeah. Uh, they're coming out with a complete box set of all 25 Zatuichi movies. I didn't realize they made 25 of those I was going to say. This is one of those movies where they made yeah. like three of them a year. Yeah. That's all they essentially did for a decade and a half was make yeah. Zatuichi movies. And uh, yeah, the really cool thing is, uh, so they're coming out with a big box set case where each movie gets its own separate slip slip case and the artwork for slip case was drawn by a different cartoonist they that's even, really cool like cartoonist cartoonist and all the illustrations are super badass some are black and white some are super rich color some are different styles but they're all really gorgeous and yeah some that's of the really artists cool. they got was yeah paul pope and, and veer brosco and stuff like that that's I really, that was really cool and that's a cool thing to do yeah. yeah and that's a really good way to get people who otherwise would not give a shit about yeah man blind man whore movie <laughs> Like, I mean, I'll give that a try. My favorite cartoonist did the illustration for some of that stuff. I don't know. So That's pretty that awesome. There. Sounds like you're interested. Uh, now, you, all you have to say is blind, burly man horror. That's all I need to know. He fucks people up because darkness is his friend, is what they say. It's <laughs> like, you know, his big so thing is like he'll lure, he'll, he'll lure ninjas into a darkened room and then blow out the, the, the candles so it's, everything's dark. And so now it's even battleground. <laughs> It's not bloody or so anything like good. that, but those movies are ridiculous. Ron Howard is turning the excellent The Heart of the Sea, a book about the whaling ship that inspired Moby Dick, into a movie starring Thor, Q, and 28 Days Later. Heart of the Sea is actually a really good book. Yeah, it's about the HMS Essex, I think it was. I think it is the Essex, And yeah, yeah and this, this this whaling boat went after this whale, got fucked up. The whale fucked up the boat, and all these people had to survive on the high seas for a long time. It's a gen- If you are and... at all a person who's interested in nauticality, yeah. I highly recommend The it's Heart of the Sea. It's a good book. Really yeah, actually, I have, I have the, the audio book. Is really good. Really you good gave too. it to me. Actually, the audio book. Um, and uh, when I was having trouble sleeping, I would listen to it. And it's actually a really good. Book. So yeah, the stars are going to be yes, yeah, Thor, also known as Kirk's dad from Star Trek. The guy who gets thrown against the. He's like, oh, also known as name uh, Jim. A man that my father-in-law has a huge crush on. Really? He's a huge crush on him. Chris Why Hemsworth. Him? Not. There's nothing wrong. Chris Hemsworth. There's, it's really funny because he'll, he he really liked Thor. He's such a cutie. He said it was quote. <laughs> One of the most romantic love stories he's ever Thor? seen in a movie. Thor. <laughs> he's such a cutie! I love this man! But here's the thing about <laughs> Foley's dad. Foley's dad is this oh blonde, bearded, muscle guy. He's started doing CrossFit over the last two years, and he has crazy abs, and he's crazy ripped. So I think he kind of wants to be Chris Hemsworth. But at some point, Foley was talking to him about Thor, and he just started like heaping praise <laughs> on it, and getting a little flustered, and Foley just goes... 
do you have a crush on Chris Hemsworth? And Felicia's like, no. It <laughs> starts turning the red. The thing is, whenever you show him a picture of uh, Tom Hiddleston, he just flips the fuck out for no reason. <laughs> Man, like, just too funny. I want to go so, out to his farm and put a picture of Tom Hiddleston on the sheep near When the you farm say 28 days later, do you mean, um, what's his butt? Uh, Scarecrow? Yeah, Scarecrow guy. Why, what's, what's his butt? Who'd you think the other? Well, no, I the just hot black lady? I couldn't think of who else it could be. Hot black lady? And Q, you mean Q from Star Trek, right? No, Q, as in Q from Skyfall. Skinny, oh, nerdy so... Q. Oh! He plays Herman Melville. Oh, that's Which actually I really good. Know that's going to work. Is he just on a boat off to the side watching? He's, I just see their goggles. Whole, it's all through binoculars. It's like, oh, oh there's they a They could whale. do the whole, I found whale. a diary I'm interviewing oh, people. No, I'm sure that's what so... He's just off, like, not even on a boat, but just off the coast. And everyone's just off the coast far enough away, no one can help him. But he's just like, oh, that's fucked up. It's like little Herman <laughs> Melville. It's messed up, guys. <laughs> wow. Um, He's just like the chorus, the Greek chorus. And because it's Ron Howard, it's not going to be a good movie. But what are you going to do? But it's a really good book. If it gets more people to read the book, it's worth it. Yeah. And if it puts money in that dude's pocket so he can write another good history book, it's worth it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Notch has officially stopped working on his next game, the collecting, or excuse me, the space game about resource collecting. The one with the unpronounceable title is OX times 52 or whatever, you know. Though bits of that game may end up in a future Mojang title. Mojang. Mojang? He should just Mojang. make a Mojang. Mojang? Mojang title, yeah. There we go. No, I mean, it's only big news. It's, it's the guy from Minecraft. His next game is not going to come out. Yep. Like, fuck, he was working on it for like a good year. Yeah, man. he was. I like the idea. It was going to be like, you had like your own personal spaceship. Of course you're going to like Firefly Minecraft, Bill. Well, he should, he should, you know what? He should work with uh, Microsoft and they can turn into a Blake 7. There we go. Problem solved. Game. They're good. <laughs> And finally, as we mentioned before, Sony will announce a launch date for the PS4 at Gamescom in Germany on Tuesday. Yeah, by the time you guys, most of you guys will listen to this, literally in the launch title. I am, yeah, I am, I am, I am betting uh, cold hard money on the last two weeks of October. I would like that, though. At the same time, that I'm would not mean, because in a week broke. and a half, it's going to be September, and that's when we can say next month, the next ex, uh, next place. It is so crazy down. to me that 2013 is almost over. Don't Woof. Say that. Don't say that. Woof. Don't say that. Bill, people who were born September. in the year 2000. Are hitting puberty, dude. Are in puberty right now. It's crazy oh, to me. Uh, before we cut back to go talk about going home, you haven't played Animal Crossing? You haven't gone back? Nope. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I was going to post this to the internet. Lucky got second place in the big bug off tournament on Saturday. I, I, po- I had a picture. He was so sad. I beat his ass. He, got, he should have gotten a better bug. I did open up the last Nook store. You know, because it's run by Timmy and Tommy, the Nook kids. They get a three-level department store. What? A three-level? Yeah! Where, like, the top floor super rich clothing. Yeah. Like, $5,000 aviator shades and super, like, rare carpets and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You get, you can buy, like, bamboo That's and stuff. That's crazy. And, like, a super rare furniture sets, too, which is nuts. Just throwing That's that out there. Nuts. So. And he's checking Twitter. I am, because you're talking about Animal Crossing, and I'm so You're so mad. for a month. Because I lost Lucky. I'm not even kidding. What games? Are you going to bring any games to uh, PAX? you got to play something in line. I'm gonna, you know, if I do get money this week, I'm going to buy you a copy of Fire Emblem. Don't do it. If you yes. give me any money, I will shit in your mouth. Yes, I'm going to be rich by the end of the week. I will shit in your mouth. i be rich. I owe you Bill... $5,000 worth of Fire Emblem. Bill uh, is going to be opening up pre-orders for a Zelda map in the near future. Hopefully. I was thinking about Tuesday. It might not be till Wednesday. 
I should be bragging how rich it's going to make me. Because mo- most of the money does go right into the printing costs. Not like I'm sounding like, yeah. Woo-hoo! Bill's going to be able to buy fancy, slightly fancier hot dogs for a week. <laughs> oh, man, you know what's good? Man, National Hebrew hot dogs. I'm a, I'm a Nathan's girl. Nathan's are good, too. I'm a Nathan's girl. They're both nice and salty. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Okay, this has been the end of the Geek Week review. <laughs> now we're going to talk... No. We're going to talk uh, some spoiler talk about Gone Home. We're not going to talk too long about it because it's an excellent game. But I will say this, in all honesty, friends, if you've not played Gone Home yet, stop listening because it's an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, go back and listen. It's literally only like two or three hours long. It's a really amazing game and you should play it. Yeah. And there's no excuses. So go play it and then come back. Okay, we'll be back in a second. There's this girl. Her name is Lonnie. She gave me this tape and said, you have got to listen to this. Okay, so where's your cameo in Gone Home? I do have a cameo in Gone Home, which is the only reason why I recommend it. So you can see my name. I uh, was looking for it. I literally, it took me three hours to beat that game. It took me three hours over the course of three nights because I played about an hour every night. Because uh-huh. I was literally, every object in the game was thumping upside down and blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> I never found your name. Where is it? Mom has a romance novel called Wildfire. I totally didn't see that. Is it like, and I, one of the pull quotes the on the back of the book? No, it's in the room with the um uh with the Captain Allegra drawing and the Captain Allegra costume. Yeah. On the second oh, okay, floor. Yeah. Right off where the watercolor where the painting is in the still life. Yeah. Yeah, there's a box against the wall. And if you open the box, there's a copy. Oh, you know that's probably what it is, exactly. There's yeah. a romance novel called Wildfire. That's a, a oh, firefighter that's cool. so it must romance be like novel. A unique book. Because I thought maybe it would be one of the books that like gets you know repeatedly reviewed. No, it's reviewed. uh yeah, no, I'm one of the full quotes on the Aww. back of Opal LaRue's right Wildfire. No, they just Aww. put it in there as a surprise. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I was so delighted. And now what's funny is that when I just saw the book, I, my first thought was now I have to write a Gone Home fan game that's a twine game that's Wildfire. <laughs> so what did you think of the game? I thought it was great. Aside from the fact that you're friends with people. See, it. here's the thing. So... I, of course, get really excited about the things that my friends make yeah. and really pumped. Speaking of, the excellent 3D you artist. You are a good supporter of people. Yeah, you're I, a good cheerleader. I believe strongly that good people who do things should be uh, backed at the very least with my dollars. Mm-hmm. I bought six copies of Gone Home to give to other people. I mean, that's how much. Yeah. And I genuinely did not do that just to support my friends or anything. Just, I genuinely bought next week's worth of groceries for one of those team members. I really yeah. think that that game was amazing. Phenomenal. That's $20 worth of... Yeah. Damn. It was a phenomenal game That's and I want game. everyone to play it. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is genuinely not me just saying people that I like and admire made I this. think it is an important... As, as much as it sounds pretentious to say, I do think it is an important work yeah. piece of video game. Even aside from the themes aside, just from a, just for there being a game that is told entirely through environments. Yeah. Yeah, the story could be about like a fucking evil platypus just attack yeah. Pittsburgh, and just finding out about the story. Just and I, like, this is one of the things that really knocked me out about the game, just from a design point of view, was how well the story progressed, despite the fact that when you first enter the home, you the the story is not gated except in two Mm-mm. places. You can't mm-hmm. get into the basement. You can't get into the attic. Everything else. Yeah. I mean, technically, I I didn't experience this, but I guess supposedly if. You, the, I guess the the panel where mm-hmm. you get the attic key. Yeah, 
I didn't realize that's actually you could like if you know where that panel is, you can yeah. get that. Or people have accidentally discovered it too because it's yeah. right next next to a cabinet full of like searchable things. So if you just happen to like click in the right place, you could actually oh it's a panel. It's yeah, you can accidentally go, get to the end game. Beat, you can't accidentally beat the game unless there are gone home minutes. speed runs. I don't. <laughs> well, this is one of the the thing that people slam me the game or complaining about. Like technically, a speed run of ga- Gone Home is literally a minute and a half because all you have to do is run and open up the thing, go upstairs, and that's and like yeah, mm-hmm. read the book. But those are fucked hard. So yeah, fuck those guys. I really did. You read. Uh, Anthony Birch's things. No, what Anthony Birch had a series of three tweets that were like, uh, Gun Home's too short. Gun Home's too pretentious. I have trouble eating and breathing <laughs> at the same time. Gun Home's not a game. I like by virtue of the fact that it's about people that makes it pretentious, too, because it's not it's like... It's really not. It's a very sweet, simple story, and it's... Oh, what I... Okay, here's the thing that I liked about Gone Home. I liked a lot... I mean, obviously, as a lesbian who grew up in the 90s, and there's military brat stuff. Like, there's a lot of it that Man, is personally resonant. Man, Rolani is explaining about how, like, her relationship with the military. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, did they get Andy to actually, like, write this part? Or? I, if actually, Foley and I did consult with them. Yeah, I could see We it, did, yeah. they did have us over. And well, I was talking to Carla mm-hmm. on Twitter today, where I was complaining about the ending, I'm like... How is this a happy ending? It's not actually fully. And, and like, well, she's like, well, that's what she was saying. Carly could like talk to fully, talk to fully. Yeah. she's a wall. Yeah, it's not gonna be a happy uh, ending. Lonnie, if she if she ever gets captured by the military police, they will actively be looking for her and they'll actively be flagging her. See, I wasn't quite she sure she will go to jail for at least like a year. See, well, to that's why I was wondering. I wasn't quite sure because I know she's just going from training to actual basic training. She is on so her way. I wasn't way. quite sure she whether or not committed. she was within custody. Yeah, I don't know whether or not she was a civilian. She has signed. A contract with the United States government and then bailed. <laughs> she will go to jail. She will go to jail. She will At go to least jail. the people who wrote that story are know that, that that's the because like I thought the ending that's the I, I really love the game until the really last minute. But the the the, the fact that they what? both run away and it's ha- a quote unquote what? happy ending. What see, but okay, but how is it happy? Because they're teenage shits who don't know what they're doing, well, they have no hard. job well, skills. Like, I hate it, but I'm like I, like everyone else like that's so romantic and I'm like how would you have rather the game had ended? Would you really have rather that they just split and never saw each other again? Would you rather it be a murder-suicide? I thought that was the more interesting... Well, I love everyone assumed it was good. Everyone, everyone thinks it's going to end with death. And that is no one's fault but the guys who made that game. Because, like, you, when, you, when you wrap up I... a game and so many horror tropes, Here's you my can't thing. be surprised when everyone's expecting a, a, a body in the attic. Here's my counterpoint. Yeah. I literally created a podcast dedicated to the exploration of gay stories that end well mm-hmm. because no gay stories no, end no, well. Well, no, no, no. Let me let me finish okay. my fucking sentence <laughs> once in my life, okay, okay, Bill okay, Mudrin. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, that game could be set in a field full of daisies yeah. just for being about teenage lesbians in a homophobic society and a homophobic culture and parents who don't understand or support them. Just with those tropes, everyone would assume it end with suicide or death or expulsion or something. Annie is a straight white male. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> You're wrong. It not make me happy because he's not sad. No, and it also what it boils down to because like like I I, I I do appreciate for it being a gay work or whatever the hell. I hate even it's a gay work. But you know what I mean. But the gay thing, like I wasn't really even thinking about like actually not I I was really I loved seeing the story about how Sam comes out and Sam Yeah. And it deals with her. And how Sam is just totally not supported by her family. Oh, man. Is she not supported? They just don't know. The, no, she, did you miss that diary? No. no. They totally, like, she... Well, I know. Well, there's the one in the kitchen where they're like, yeah. it's just a phase. Yeah. But that, that's, that's, that's the way, that's the way that most parents... I, if you're lucky, then you get some parents who are like, you're, we gotta get the exorcist in here because you're possessed or some kind of, you know. 
But mm-hmm. I would hope that Sam's parents are hippies enough. Because they are kind of aging hippies. At least the dad is a little bit when he's not being molested. Um, you think that... he's a hippie? Well, he How is he a hippie? Did you ever see like, the poster no, Bill, Bill, Bill there? He didn't go to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Did you not pay attention? The mom no, was they had a romantic Rick. date. Yeah, what's up with this like guy named Rick? Ranger Rick. Oh, you made me so mad. So (laughs) here's what I like about Gone Home. You have your main arc, which is the arc of Sam and Lonnie, which is, it's most loaded into the game. That's really the the A arc. You can't miss it. You have... Yeah. No, good. You have the B arc, which is the mom and dad's relationship, which is really subtly handed and very light touch, and actually my favorite arc in the game. Which almost doesn't exist. It's that That's why I like it. It's so... you If you miss... Like, two things, you miss the re- epilogue Yeah, because there's only three or four objects that really pertain to that. Yeah, I mean, there are more than that, well, this but... This is the other thing I was talking about, how I was really impressed by how the game... The storytelling is paced, despite yeah. the fact that you're let loose in an environment where technically you can run off and do yeah. almost everything, except for the basement and except for the attic. And that, like, the way the story unfolded... Like, I mean, they do the one thing where you enter the foyer and you go left or right, and if you go right, everything's locked. So it kind of yeah. forces you to go left. Yeah. But still, like, even, like... But you could go upstairs. Yeah, exactly. If you go upstairs, you're going to be doing things out of order, which I don't think would break the game necessarily, but, like, how they orchestrated not just the the unfolding of one story, but the unfolding of all three stories, at least the way I played, was no perfect. It was fantastic. Despite the fact that, like, there was nothing specifically leading me from one room to the other. There was no golden fable trail saying, go to this room or anything like that. Yeah. There was no instruction saying... Hey Sam, if you want the VCR that I stole, go look in the kitchen or anything like yeah. that. It was just like, yeah. Oh God, it was just really interesting. Like, and the fact that it's three separate stories orchestrated. Yeah. And the way they kind of blend, where like if if you've had enough of the Sam story, you get a little more of the dad stuff. And yeah. A little more of the mom stuff. And yeah. The, I guess technically I four stories because you have the story of dad as a novelist, and then you have the well, story yeah, of, a of the um uh, of his uh, relationship with uh, Uncle Oscar. Uh, <laughs> well, my that's my game, favorite, right? I think, it's not less. Oh, Oscar. I thought you said Lester. No. Like Lester you're making the a Lester the Molester yeah, joke. No, that is no, what no, I heard cool. you say. No, um, the uh, my favorite artifact, my favorite object in the entire game, because I love that that object in and of itself almost sums up the entire parent arc right there, is mom's... Um, uh, like a weekly scheduler up on, on the in the in the second oh, yeah, floor yeah, yeah. because you pick it up and it's got like it's a week or like a couple of weeks and it's like oh well I've got um couples bowling and bowling I've got keeps on getting skiffed yeah that's where I was going Bill yeah, that's, that's literally the whole story I was telling you uh huh food time. So we're going to be taking auditions for the new co-host of the Boy Hattie podcast because I'm leaving the shit burn. No, so but no, I also like that mom is taking um, uh, cooking classes in preparation for a big dinner with with all with the whole family. She's really looking forward to it. And then later you see a note with Sam and Lonnie, and Sam's like, "Well," uh, and Lonnie asks her like a concert or something, and she's like, "You know, my mom's got dinner plans." She just says totally like you do when you're a shithead kid. You know, mom's gonna plan dinner. I'm just gonna blow it off. And that's such a little thing. And it just all oh, broke my heart. Sam upside the head a it bit, broke my like, heart. Yeah. Oh my god, Gone Home is so good. Man, well, the thing that killed me the most uh, was actually, again, because I'm a straight white male, this affected me the most, was actually going down into the basement and actually getting into the room with the safe. Yeah. And I unlocked the safe and everything, blah, blah, blah. But then turning around, going around the corner, and you see where uh, 
Terry as a kid, you, mm-hmm. his his growth chart is notched up on the wall. Yeah. And seeing that it suddenly cuts off at like the Thanksgiving uh, 1963. Yeah. And everything you know about Terry through all the JFK stuff we see around you, like that's that's the moment where his whole story came into focus with me. Yeah. And then you go down that room. Yeah. And you find it's a room full of creepy old toys, and this yeah. is the only untouched part of the house where obviously none of the family's been in there. Yeah. I Creepiest part of the house. That's the where Sam and Lonnie kind of made their own like little. Yeah, that was my okay. I guess my second favorite stairs. artifact in the whole game is uh. Well, they have a den in the attic. To be fair, they haven't done ever. They, you know what? You know what when you're a teenage kid. Well, even I'm the just saying, is like, my, here's my Earth, Wind, and Fire ticket stuck in the grating. <laughs> also on the wall, there's a the big note saying, "Man, Matt Rick's penis." <laughs> just like Foley's Foley's handwriting is Ranger Rick's handwriting. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Foley's Ranger Rick. Um, no, uh, the, uh, um... That, that's my, appropriate for my, some reason. I know, right? Ranger my Ranger. second favorite artifact in the game is actually the note that Sam writes about having sex. That, that, that... I, I, I caught myself, like, leading, because I started reading it. And then I'm like, wait, is this guy... What did I start I know, reading see, it? that's the exact moment. It's this great thing where, it, where she just slams it down and goes, nope, not reading it. And then you try to click on it, and she goes, nope, not gonna... I, I can't. Nope, I actually said nope. something out loud. I was like, god damn, dang, don't, don't. Don't force your morality on me, game. <laughs> I kept on clicking. Well, I was like, no, oh, but shit. It, what I loved about that, what another thing I really loved about Cotton Hole. You know, Somebody's already caught. It must have screen capped. I, I went so back. I went back. It's screen capped for fun. What is it? Like, what's anything? It's, it's actually really sweet. Yeah? It's really sweet. But anyway, no. What was really... What I really liked about the game is that you don't know much about Katie. You really don't. Even though, And it's interesting. I got confused because your sister's name is Katie. Yeah. And so for the first, like, like half hour, I'm like, oh, Katie's a sister. I'm like, why am I... Why is this letter to me? I'm like, why, why is... I like, I... Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um... That, uh, I was role-playing as you for, like, the first half hour of the <laughs> Well, game. see, that was another reason why I identify with the game strongly, because it's an older sister finding out of her literacy. I mean, yeah, exactly, like, literally, yeah. these guys made a game that gunned right for my heart. So, but, no, you're playing as Katie, and what I really liked was very subtle was the way that Katie's voice comes out, which is mostly in when she, she... I didn't realize she actually even voiced that, anything other than maybe, like, a little bit, uh, or, like... No, 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 I don't mean literally voice. I mean, like, her character comes through in just the tiniest ways. Like when, but, no, when she you, does get a voice credit. There is, like, somebody who Well, the, her, there's the like... there's the phone message at the start of the game. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, the, um... The like the little weight like the descriptions the text descriptions for things just like little things like the dinosaur yeah, her personality exactly yeah. like the dinosaur that's in the in, in Sam's bedroom is like what is it called like Steggy or Steggy and then you pick it up and you turn it and you can see the Steggy is written on it like little things like that like little notes like uh, when you find Dad's uh, Playboy magazines and the text over it's just really Dad really Did you see that his Playboy magazine his magazine it's the same, the same magazine series as what Sam so good not like Sam's same brand. Brand. Anderson in it yep. too, and I'm like, oh <laughs> so no, so good, fucking um, got home. So I good. thought it was interesting the how they decided. Um, the, I was not a big fan of the horror elements in the game. Not that that there is actually a horror, but like the horror aesthetic thing, which I think is distracting and actually is a, a detriment to the game. But I do like the idea that like it does ex- like the fact that the family's moved into a new house. It it gives you an an excuse as to why you're going to your family's home but you've never been here before yeah. so it gives you an ex- a yeah. reason as to why you're searching through everything why you're exploring because if you were like going through the home you grew up in just the action of you yeah. kind of gr- just just tearing through everything exploring everything wouldn't quite make so much sense even if it, even if it's been a year since you've been home maybe some things have been changed yeah still wouldn't justify 
like it wouldn't play off your feeling as a player of exploring uh, for the first time this being a whole new environment. I thought that was actually kind of a clever where the story kind of like yeah. help folds in your reaction as a player to what Katie's doing. But... Here's my counterpoint to you not liking the horror element. Yeah. I, as an older sister who loves and would do anything for her little sister, mm-hmm. cannot think of anything more horrific than coming home and knowing that something has happened to my sister. Yeah. That is literally like. Why do you do that without like the thunder and lightning and the? Well, Bill, you dude, would you say that? Would you say that sentence? What's that? Would you say that the one of the most horrifying things you can think of is having a sense of uncertainty about the fate of your sibling? Oh yeah, but make it so literal it just seems kind of heavy-handed and distracting because you're thinking there's gonna be supernatural elements in the game. There's what just. But. I mean, I mean, I don't. I think it having just, a sense of dread and having a sense of a sense of dread by just the story. You don't need like. It's an empty house. It is an empty an house. An empty house by itself is also just gonna be scary. Like, but that, why do you the, need thunder and lightning and things that, like kind of like slightly scary? Like, well, like that. I think know. that it's like it's all about tone and it's all about dread. You don't know and what's even, happening. Like, the art, like I love, I love Emily's artwork, but you get someone who's known for her horror, creepy comics to mm-hmm. illustrate the the Gone Home Family page, where it's like very creepy looking horror themed thing of like a dark, shadowy house with one light and with a kind of scratchy, nervous looking lettering, and it just, it just. I, I, I can totally understand why everyone's expecting there to be a body in the attic mm-hmm. at the end, and it's completely distracting from the actual story they're telling. Mm-hmm. And I think proof is in the pudding that something did go wrong. There were so many people were expecting. Well, to be fair, story. it has been literally a joke since before this game was announced that there were ghosts in know, it. I don't even, distri- like, like, even know about that. Let's put it this way. I saw, like, I, I did everything to keep from spoiling, so I was not mm-hmm. reading anything about yeah. this, so I was doing everything to keep from spoiling about this. But I did hear people talking about whether or not there's ghosts or not. Yeah. And it got to the point where the game, I was like, is it a joke that there's not supposed to be ghosts? Because I can't imagine they're leaning so hard on dark and stormy night and blah 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 <laughs> and for there not to be something at it just seems so weird especially like living in, in living in oregon it almost never rains and storms that hard for that long like according to you bill it only takes an hour to play that's your two too bill. no my here's i will also say this for me first person shooters you can have a first person shooter about running through a field and it's gonna scare me yeah. I find first-person shooter games scary. That is just the language of something that is scary to me. So I am just to play a mod of this game where it takes place not necessarily during a sunny afternoon, but just if it's more like make cloud like like during the like even even it could still be at night, but like a version of the game that's not so packaged in. I don't know. You can a there's a modifier. We can start the game with all the lights in the house turned on. Oh really? Yeah. Is, well, is that one official of the things, or is that just like a Yeah, when you start the game, you don't even it's not even a new game I feel plus. Like there's a note to, like admonishing you even though you've never been in stuff foot in the house anymore. A note from your dad saying, "Sam, don't leave all the lights on. You're worse than your sister." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh the um uh when you open the game, they don't even it's not even a new game plus thing. They have a list of modifiers. Oh, even too you can turn okay. on all the lights. You can turn off the diaries so you don't hear them if you just want to get all the story oh, through that's exploration. Cool. Yeah. You can unlock all the doors. Um, and there's some other modifiers, I too. I did like that, because at the beginning, too, I was like, you know, every, every room is dark when you walk in. I'm like, what the fuck is the light switch? And then, of course, after a couple of rooms, I'm like, the light switch is going to be exactly where you exactly. take it. All you have to do is turn it's around, logical. turn on the light, and come yeah. to Except there was one part where I could not find the light switch, yeah. and I got stuck. Yeah. Where it's it's what you, like, it's it's after you've explored, I explored the basement and everything, and I came mm-hmm. up through the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I could see that there was, like, a garden deck off the side mm-hmm. of the house, and mm-hmm. I could not figure out how to get in there. It's because the hallway was so dark. So dark. I could not even find the light switch in there, mm-hmm. and I imagine, like, after half an hour of, like, cursoring in the dark trying to find the switch, I, I actually found it, but 
Yeah. But yeah, I was actually stuck in the game for yeah up to three hours. I played of it like like twenty minutes was just in the dark. Just oh, Bill. Which was also actually another fifteen was actually in the woodshed room in the basement where Oscar molested Terry. Like just like trying to look for any like all the toys and all the scraps and stuff in there, trying to do like make sure I didn't miss anything down there too. And but yeah, which is funny because like there's not that much to find out down there. So like I said, my my favorite, pretty much my favorite arc in the game is the parents' relationship actually. Yeah. Just because it's such a light hand, you get so you get a pretty good sense of the dad in this game because of the books and everything. It's a little bit of a no. I I don't. I think you get enough of the mom to get who she is no, but i do. like that i just love her like her fi- her infatuation with rick and then the the epilogue of it is as simple as you look at the calendar in the kitchen and there's rick's wedding yeah and that's it well you have the invite too well yeah you see but yeah and it's like and, it's and just then like, well, but then like you see you see that uh the dad has a copy of his new manuscript that he threw away and that the mom had written on the note on the front of it don't give up you know, it's like shit, son. But not quite as helpful as the note from his dad about his last book. Oh man, uh, Foley was also the dad's handwriting. Yeah. What a dick. I know. What a prank. I was like reading that in the basement, like, oh, uh, this, this poor son of a bitch can't even get a break. Yeah. But I love that this he ends up guy. with like the really kind of like really the fringe publisher. But I love that, and I actually really love those cover designs. Yeah. Really like just, was designs. that who? Design that would have that been Kate or, or they they got a lot of other artists to work on the game too oh, so I'm man. not sure there, there's a lot of great graphic design there's a lot of really no, good you stuff. know what I just love the, ro- the the living room with all the VHS copies of all yeah, the movies so and especially good. the X Files episodes yeah really well, good this is the other thing too like I really love playing this game uh I well I've seen people uh, criticize the game for the the the, the horror trappings mm-hmm. uh, aesthetics of the game mm-hmm. being a distraction I've seen yeah, yeah, also yeah. people Continue. complain about the fact that the game takes place in the 90s being like oh it's just a nostalgic indulgence. There's not a lot of 90s nostalgia fiction. That's one of the reasons why I really liked Definitely Maybe, which is a I romance comedy. I loved it because I was, I, I am this, I, I was this, these characters eight, I was, yeah. I was such a Katie's age. I, I, I graduated high school in 1994. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much of these characters age. Mm-hmm. And so like, and I remember as, as, in 1994, I'd go over to my friend's house and yeah. like my, my friend Sarah McCool. She was a riot girl, and so I'd help her out with the riot girl zine, putting yeah. that together, cutting yeah. out pictures, pages, pages, yeah. uh, helping draw stars all over everything. Yeah. And yeah. The, the the only X Files episodes I ever saw was at her house. Yeah, yeah. you know, and like the, she where she would tape the X Files off the TV, and like, oh my, yeah. oh my god, this is totally like. This is somebody I would have known and hung out with. I would yeah. have been of that age if I had been in that same high school. Yeah. I would have been a character like. Bill touched my butt last week. Screw that guy. But you know, I'm like, yeah, oh my yeah. god, that's a total time warp back yeah. to. Oh my god, that's fucking fantastic. So good. And all the. Oh man, I can't believe I didn't find your your book, but I did find the Ken Levine salad dressing. My my cats are actually in the game too. Where are they? I won't tell you because it's a surprise. How did they miss you and the cats? Because the cats everything. are hard to find. What Don't, you have you to do to get to my hat? A hidden. Maybe in... maybe it's related to the hidden journal. Oh okay. I'll just say. I that. was gonna play that before you showed up. Dot dot dot. I don't okay. know if it's been discovered yet. At the launch party, they uh, they were projecting the game on a. Um, on oh, a big a sheet in the backyard. It was a lot of fun. And someone went and did what you have to do to unlock the yeah. the hidden journal. I'm just saying. But Sam finds a picture. These are cats. We should get cats I, just like these someday. I can say no more. <laughs> say no more. Oh. But yeah, okay, my cats don't I really did not miss much then. If I only missed it's a, your book and the hidden diary. But. Let me put, I had played an earlier build <laughs> um, a while ago. Um it was just like the first, pretty much everything in the game up to the first gate. Yeah. And uh, going back and replaying it, 
again, I still, I felt it was, I mean, it's just a game. It's like a good book. It's like you, you go back and know it, having foreknowledge of what happens next. It's like, it's, you, you get a little richness I, from it. Man, it's just one of those things I don't want to ever go back and play it again. Just because like that it's, one perfect It's about discovery. You yeah. Tell, I, that story was told to me maybe yeah. like 10 years from now. Oh, I sure. Go back and no, but it, it is a game like, about discovery. It's and, yeah. such a unique and it's totally worth the 20 bucks. I see, I think it's absolutely worth I mean, I, I bought it but six it's times. But it's your mileage. Yeah. yeah but mileage see, what, favorite, I, what like... I love, here's the thing. So all the people who don't seem to like it, to me, seem to be like the people who would not be see, who would not like it. Well, you know? Not to sound like an but idiot. Just the unfolding but... of that, that story. Like, I see, even aside from the gay stuff, but someone just, uh, their sexual awakening and their, their friends. Just ah, to tell just... a very personal story through exploration is so aside, brilliant like i said even aside from that story just the mechanics of how they did that yeah so well and i'll done. say this the sort of game that this the, or excuse me the sort of person that this game is for yeah. they do not get very many video games yeah. and which i'm really glad people are reacting so well to this i'm super happy to see it get traction outside of the video game community like i actually was really excited when my friend shannon won uh, the drawing for ladylike believe mm-hmm. it or not it was not engineered that three people that i really like won these copies but it really wasn't but yeah. But um, because she's not necessarily a super big gamer, but, um, you know, I knew this game would be right up her alley and she loved it so much. She can't stop talking about it. She can't stop thinking about it. She's already made her friends play it. Like this is a sort of game that will mean a lot to people who don't play games. So my, I think I had told this story before, but when my mom came to visit last, she said, show me a video game. My mom likes games. We played, she played Tetris a lot. We played I Super play Mario Rock World. Band, yeah. Uh, Beatles with her, yeah. My mom likes video games, but you know, video games aren't really for her. Nowadays uh-huh. she really just plays Bejeweled and that sort of stuff. And uh, so I was like, well, what games can I show her? I'm like, what can I show her that would be compelling to a person who doesn't really get the language of games? So I showed her Journey. I'm like, Journey is a beautiful piece of art. She'll love it. And she gets like, we get like, and that was the thing. We get like maybe four minutes into it. She goes, so what's the point? Yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck it, not the only, journey. The only point with Gone Home, I could see being an issue with some people. The fact that I it's love person. that you let me finish my stories, oh, Bill. It's so good. Okay, go ahead. No, it is Gone Home is a game that is steeped in the language of games, and that is a first-person exploration thing. And not everybody gets the, um, you know, move and look. Except that, especially with it being a PC game, doing the WASD thing. Yeah, because like it's. I would. I would definitely plug a controller in and hand yeah, it to. I, if I hadn't played Minecraft as much as I have, I wouldn't. Yeah, totally lost in playing no. this. Yeah. So, but uh, I showed my mom Le Noir, and even that was a little too gamey for her, and it's yeah. not a very good game, really. I'm like, well, but Gone Home, I would just buy her a copy of Gone Home, you know, not and she would enjoy it. That's '90s nostalgia. Come on. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, Gone Home. I really liked it. I had other things I had to say about it, but ultimately, <sighs> you know what? I, I was thinking about this. I, this is something that got brought up when I was talking to. Uh, Carlin calling her Zusty uh, with Carl on Twitter today where I had such a where the end like literally last minute of the ending just left a bad taste in my mouth was I was trying to parse why it did aside from the fact that it's it's kind of the cliche of the, 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 the two lovers run off happily ever after not even that but like the one girl she's already on the bus and she gets off and like I just wanted to like I just realized halfway on the bus I had to tell you I love you was the fact that like my relationship with my sister mm-hmm. informs me about this right. game. My sister was someone who would... I love my sister to death, but she would habitually like fall for someone, go through the house, steal everything, run off with that person, yeah. disappear for a couple months, come back, beg to be taken in by the family. And she did that like like three or four times Oof. when she was like, like in high school. Woof. And so my whole perspective of a little sister going through the house, stealing all the VCRs and Super Nintendos to run off to finance... Like, yeah. it was just kind of like, 
I, like, what a fucking idiot. Like, that, that's part of the reason why at the end of the game I was like, that's just kind of like... Ugh. I can understand that. And I, I didn't really parse that until this... Like, because I was thinking about last night all this morning. Yeah. I was like, why am I so... Like, aside from, like, the, like, yeah. aside from, like, what you can complain about the cliche of the happiness ending, like, why am I personally, like, why am I kind of grumpy about that? Yeah. Because I realized it, it is my, yeah, my relationship with my sister kind of... Totally. Like, no, I can Because, like, I'm already seeing, like, because I'm already thinking ahead to where, like, where Sam, you know, coming home and trying to patch things together with the folks yeah. and stuff like that. Well, see, the thing is, Foley and I were talking about, um... Uh, like sequel thing and uh, Fully said you know what's funny is that Lonnie can never go home now Lonnie can never go home well see if she comes Dusty home pointed out the fact that she was AWOL I was thinking at best well at least her parents are in Florida so at least they're not local the best thing that could happen is 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 that uh, Sam and Katie's parents make a space for her at Arbor Hill and I'm not, that's not a long term solution but you know Kate, <coughs> uh, Sam's gotta you play as Katie Sam's the sister Sam's gotta come home eventually but then I'm like, Sam can come home. Sam is not. But yeah, that's I was. Lonnie about will the be dishonorably thing. discharged and go to military prison. But what <laughs> is their future together? It's just yeah. well, you know they're dumb shit kids and they're not thinking about that their future is together. Oh, that's, I don't know. I'm, that's not the point. See, of that's the story. what I liked about that. See, whereas you, I can I can totally get with your personal baggage why you would object to the game and also your objection to it being cliched ending. And beyond me saying. A, we don't have enough lesbian no, yeah, gay story. But yeah. B, I really think they're dumb kids who have nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. It's implied I that Lonnie... I don't think it's out of character. I, yeah. It's implied that Lonnie is um, maybe moderately good with mechanics because <laughs> she did the motorcycle with her dad. Well, she jokes about, so like, she maybe has that down job. a tank and stuff Yeah, like it's like... Yeah. So she has job skills and just whatever training she does in the army. But, like, you know, these kids, they got... Sam can take her robust job history, job history and food service. See, I was Spend actually... That like, I, something. The, the way I thought the game was going to end, like like literally right before you go up to the attic you find a note where um it's almost how the game almost kind of jukes you up because um Lonnie writes a letter to Sam about how what the real reality is the situation is the best thing that either of them can do is that Sam goes off to college finishes mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. Sam or Katie Lonnie does her basic training does whatever she has uh, completes her obligation to the army and then, like, four years, they both meet and figure out whether or not they're still the right person for each other. Mm-hmm. Bittersweet, but that's the most sensical. And Lonnie, it makes sense because Lonnie seems to be, like, a little more of a practical person. Seems a little bit older. And I was like, well, if that's the ending, that is remarkably... I disagree about that, but That anyway. is remarkably mature for a girl of her age, but... I was gonna say, have you met like, a teenager, Bill? <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, oh, she's in the army, she's around practical people. It makes sense, like, if, uh-huh. if, if you're gonna be a teenager and have that foresight, it seems like Bill. somebody from her background would. And that turns out, no, I She's a yeah, punk rock '90s queer. I think I it's so cute. That but I just love practical. the idea that she's a. She's she tells off man. teachers. She tells off principals. I just she, like the story about like her locker gets fucked up. Yeah, and, and she fuck, uh, she tells. Yeah, it's like it's so you're just so you, funny. That's how you well, and I that love it. it's it's the kids in in school who figure out that they're in love even before almost they figure out yeah. they're in love and just I've been there. It's really great. I loved Gone Home. I really think, God, I'm really loving this. I mean, we talk, I've talked about in the past how I love video games, and I feel like video games aren't for me. Yeah. That they're so... I almost don't want to talk about this game, because, like, I almost feel like this game really... It's, I'm not, I hate they say it's not for me, but it's not really... If this game is... I don't know. I, like, I've always said that, like, my favorite game would be, like, I... W- w- this is the game that I wanted to play when I heard about Myst. 
You know, I was like, okay, first person wandering around. I'm like, oh, that could be really cool. And then I played him like, no, this is a bunch of dumb puzzles. And when I heard about Dear Esther, and everyone's like, Dear Esther's amazing. I still played Dear Esther. I've not finished Dear Esther because I find it to be such wank. It's masturbatory wank to me. I'm and I keep trying, but there's just nothing to it. There's no meat on the bones. I have a I have a low tolerance for poetry. It's kind of what it is. And I feel like Dear Esther is a poem. Mm -hmm. And like, and I was so frustrated with that. I'm like, this isn't the game I wanted to be. Gone Home is kind of, I don't want to say say it's everything I want in a video game, but it is not, I'm not, the only way I can fail is through not understanding. Like, I don't like, I don't necessarily like shooting. I don't like, I don't necessarily like fighting. I don't necessarily like the things I have to do in games, but I enjoy the games so much mm -hmm. that I will do these things that I don't like. And Gone Home is everything I like in a video game with all the things I don't like stripped off from it. Yeah. And on top of that, it is set in a time for which I am nostalgic and familiar. It is about people that I can identify with, and it has themes that resonate with me. I mean, all of that together. I swear to God, if I didn't know these people... I would still be buying six or eight ga copies of the game to give away. And the fact that on top of that, I know these people and I know the sacrifices that they made to make this game because they thought that a game told like this was worth telling. Yeah. That they put their asses on the line and committed themselves to something that could or could not pay off because they believed in it. I think that deserves to be rewarded. And I think that they should have success every single success. As soon as I have money, I will buy six more copies and give them to six more people. I believe in this game. This I want this sort of game to be a thing. I do. And I think that this game is phenomenal. Remarkable. Just absolutely remarkable. Uh, so from now on, can we just refer to uh, Call, of Duty as, Call of Duty as a Gone Home clone? <laughs> you know, long time it was Doom clones, but now it's, like, it's like Gone Home, but like you're shooting people? It's kind of fucked up. Uh, hey everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. As always, we're boyhattiepodcast.com at boyhattiepodcast on the Twitters. Once again, we're giving away two copies of uh, Hate Plus. I've not had a chance to play Hate Plus yet. I probably won't have a chance by the time we next podcast, but I'm really excited about it. Um, if you're so inclined, use our contact form on boyhattiepodcast.com. And even if you have not played um, Analog Hate Story, if you win, I will just buy you a copy of that as well. You just want to record by next Sunday? That we'll, we'll choose uh, names. Oh, that's a good point. Sunday. I should announce that. Uh, yeah, well, well. How about we just pick names on the on the podcast next yeah, Sunday? Okay, yeah. So yeah, so um, names and hat. Yeah. Submit. Uh, we'll use random.org. Uh, just submit. Uh, like I said, use the contact form on our website, and we'll pull the winners live next week. Uh, so try to submit by uh, enter by Saturday night. Gone home. Even better with the connect. You're <laughs> <laughs> actually controlling real hand. Like pick up the. <laughs> Thrust Christmas duck in the microwave. I totally missed Christmas duck as a meme, and I just totally didn't even think about. You Christmas have duck. to pick up. You have to interact with Christmas duck totally to progress in the game. You're so funny. I was so freaked out about not having feet that I was like, "What's up with Christmas duck?" All right, gone homies. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys.